With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The new choice for sports talk in Michigan. Three homegrown guys that live and breathe local sports. That's how I roll. Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. How many guys does it take to be wrong about everything? Up in the workout. Back to work, everyone. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey boys, how are we today? It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Man, it feels like it's been a month since we did a show, doesn't it? It feels like the it first time. Like Greg, long, long weekend. It feels does. like the it's very first weekend. time. Yeah. Can we just do four-day work to. weeks until football season? Can we sign up for that? <laughs> Where's sure. that option on our contracts? Right. Can I check that I box? Was, it was just nice because the weather was nice. Got to get out and about a little bit. I spent all day Saturday in a hockey rink and all day Sunday in a hockey rink. So yesterday was the only real nice day I got to get out and have some fun. You guys have a good long weekend? Yep. Oh, yeah. Listen to Jim. He just says yep, but never offers anything about what he did. Like, what did you do, Jim? Greg, get this. He ate a pancake. It was so good. That's what I've been hearing about all day. Or multiple. Multiple pancakes. (gasps) Like three or four a stack? Three. With with butter and sack. syrup and yeah, that yeah, was good, good stuff. And you still lost weight, right? Nope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Who'd you eat that pancake with? Hopefully, you got up that morning and went and had pancakes with someone. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Special <Is that> <laughs> someone you were eating pancakes with, James? No, no. I was in Mount Pleasant for the weekend, so we went out Saturday night and then got oh. breakfast the next day. We? Who's we? Who's we? Just some friends. Who's we? <laughs> lady, lady friends. <laughs> Greg and I's lives are boring. You have to entertain I'm us. really not Tell entertaining, about- though. There really wasn't anything entertaining. All yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the funny thing is he can't. He never says what he does, like anything fun that he does. Have a good weekend? Yep. <laughs> yep. Drew, what was your weekend like? Why don't you just what tell us I- about the great things that Drew was up to? Oh, man. I, I spent a lot of my weekend riding around in the 2017 Honda Ridgeline that my friend was reviewing for his job. That was fun. It's a great truck. Cool. Yeah, it's a nice, dude, really nice truck. Uh had some all-you-can-eat sushi. Was very happy about that. I know nice. That's not, not your thing, Greg, but they had hibachi as well, so we can go there next time we're here. It was delicious. Um, gosh, what else did I do this weekend? Oh, I fixed my uh, I fixed up my sweet ride in my garage, so eventually it'll be out on the road again once it's street legal. Got to tone it down Wait, a little did bit. Did you fix it? Is this a fix? Street yeah. Legal. It's got to get street what legal. You, we got nitrous in the car now? Bruh, don't sleep on my 2001 Dodge Intrepid. No, he's talking about just basic street. Yeah, legal, it's just basically. I've just got to get like a license plate <laughs> and, uh, you know. and not sexy street legal. Just so he's not driving it like the Flintstones <laughs> with his feet. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, you know, I gotta fix some things, plug some leaks, but it runs, so, uh, and that's the important part. So I'm very excited about that. Uh-huh. That's the good news. So I, I did the hockey tournament. We lost. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it's over. Hockey's over for the year. After six months, you're tired of it. Saturday and then Sunday, went and saw the Penguins against the Red Wings. That was glorious. I know glorious. it probably pissed Jim off. 
coming off the heels of that awesome shootout victory over Obichkin and the boys. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Two hockey games. Did you hate it, Jim? Did you hate every damn minute of it? And they did it with lessening ice time for one Dylan Larkin. That must upset you even more. Kids aren't playing. Red Wings are winning. <laughs> we'll get to that later because I know it just drove you nuts, didn't it? Didn't change anything. Well, Resistance is futile. Still, did it still piss you off? Though? Yeah, of course it did. Because what are they doing? <laughs> we'll talk about it later. It just makes my day when you get mad about it. That's all. So <laughs> indulge me. Um, so that was fun. And then yesterday I did a little yard work in February. Can you believe that? There the were people yard work. I'm wearing shorts, bro. Yeah, Drew has shorts on, and there were people outside my apartment complex taking a look at the pool as if they were going to open it at some point. <laughs> you know what the weird thing is? You forget it's February until it gets dark at, like, 6. Like, if, if it got dark in the middle of the day, you have no idea what time of year it is because it's like spring. I was raking leaves that didn't fall until after the first snowfall. You know, so I, once they unfroze, I raked them up. Uh, I mean, who who does that in February? But I, you want to know what's funny? The record was still set in 1920. Like, it's been warm like this in February before. But I'm gone. I'm, Tell I'm us so about happy. how it was in 1920, Greg. Tell us how I it was, wish Greg. I, could. I wish I could. See? That's right. Back before women could vote. <laughs> now, that was just after, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was 1919. 1919 was the yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. All right, so, so, yesterday, we got a big report that DeMarcus Cousins had been traded to the Pelicans. And then further reports reveal that the Pistons were actually potentially in on this trade, right? Drummond for Cousins straight up. Who killed the deal? Sacramento says they did, but there are some who think, Tom Gores didn't want to pull the trigger on that deal. What does it tell you if nobody wants Andre Drummond? Because what they got back in Sacramento for Cousins, Jim, was hot garbage. Well, and that's what everybody did yesterday, was just bury Sacramento. And we can do that at some point today. I think they're as poorly run as any team in all of pro sports. But we're not going to do a show on the Sacramento Kings. I think it's fascinating what's going on with the Pistons, because you touched on it. Andre Drummond to the Kings was... A report late that night, shortly thereafter the All Star game on Sunday night, and then yesterday we got rumors that Reggie Jackson's still being shopped. Today, before the show, Mark Stein reports Pistons are still knocking, kicking the tires on trying to trade Andre Drummond. So they're trying to make a deal. They're in eighth place in the East. They want to trade somebody. They're trying to get in on this, and everybody's telling them your pieces just aren't that valuable. There's a disconnect, right, between what the Pistons think of their own guys and what the league thinks of their guys. Well, and part of this whole Cousins thing had to do with his agents going around and sabotaging his trade value. They've, they, they went around and told teams that were even rumored to be interested in Cousins, he's not signing an extension wherever he goes. Wherever he goes, he's going to hit the free agent market and test it out. But just think about this for the Pistons. A year ago, Andre Drummond was an all-star. Now he's less valuable than Buddy Heald. Reggie Jackson is worth Ricky Rubio or DJ Augustine. Now, hang on. Buddy Heald, yeah. picks, and two Pistons other Pistons could offer ones. picks, couldn't they? Yeah. And yeah. They're trading away. I mean, but Drummond, here's the thing. and Because here's the thing. I think New Orleans is now 
what, the sixth best best team in the West probably, fifth or sixth? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm really interested to see how they fit those two guys. I mean, in today's NBA, to put two big guys together seems suicidal, but, but, on, but neither, both can neither, shoot. Yeah, neither one of them play like big guys. And that's I was just going to say, that's why, to me, it's so fascinating and it'll be like, very interesting. Dre but, Drummond plays like a traditional big guy, and that may be where his trade value is hurt, is there aren't a lot of teams running a system predicated on a traditional center. But Drummond is better than Buddy Heald. And everything else in that trade, Langston Galloway, I mean, the Pistons could have matched and superseded that trade and tried to. Mm-hmm. And we're told, thanks but no thanks, Drummond's not that good. I mean, this is your franchise player. And the league said, he's not that good. That's a that major issue. You. The Pistons are in no man's land, dude. Yep, They're as bad off as the Red Wings right now, particularly if, this, if, if, the two, uh, if these two guys aren't developing into superstars, then what? Drummond's not going to develop into a superstar. You're screwed. No one wants him. you got to eat that deal. And if Reggie can't fit into the system, what the hell are they going to do? I mean, they're not going to just go find a superstar somewhere. They're not going to pick high enough. you got the exact same problem the Red Wings have, Jim. And, and no way out. And it's funny because now the deadline's this Thursday, 3 p.m., and you've got ESPN does their speculation what's going to happen with the Pistons. Both papers, Free Press and, and Debt News, both have different spins on it. Are you trying to make a deal for the sake of making a deal? Are you cashing out on Reggie Jackson? Are you cashing out on Andre Drummond? Or do you just have to sit there and eat it? Because there's just not going to be the return you want. And I think, unfortunately, you're going to have to stand pat. I don't think you can do anything or right now. do something stupid backwards. Right, and I, I mean, if you're going to take something just stupid backwards. Exactly. But hold on, there's a difference there. Because I would say tanking would actually be doing something because you try to get draft picks, right? That's what Sacramento did. They end up taking right. back a couple draft picks. They're going to keep their pick for this year because now they're going to lose. That's actually doing something. But I don't think the Pistons have that choice. Trade Andre Drummond for garbage or trade Reggie Jackson for garbage, to me that doesn't make any sense. You have the easiest schedule remaining. You've gone 6-3 and three in your last nine games. Right, but Jim, you, your you, whole argument is they're going nowhere. That's the argument you use with the Red Wings. The Pistons are going nowhere. They're not going to win a title. They're not even close. They're not even moving in the right direction, right? I mean, that goes against your argument. Well, I would just At say this. Point, I think they should just dump and sell. Finish last. Get a top pick. Well, there's no return for what Suck you want. Hard. You're not going to make bad trades. So, first of all, you're not going to make a bad trade. Second of all, I don't think the Pistons and the Red Wings – I mean, the, the Red Wings are a team of Stanley Cups. They're a team that expects to win championships. I think the Pistons' goal was be better than the eighth seed. And right now they're the eighth seed, and the two teams ahead of them, the Bulls and the Pacers, are going nowhere too. So if you actually want growth, if you want to say Drummond and KCP and Reggie are all kind of at a crossroad in their career, they're all in the mid to, to early 20s, if someone's not going to blow us away, I'm going to have to keep it together and maybe make a trade at the draft. But I'm not going to make a bad trade for the sake of making a trade. We've talked about it. He's a guy who can't shoot in a shooting league. He can't yep. shoot out from, what, 10 feet? In uh, the not in the paint. Anything yeah. outside of three feet. And, and that's a problem. I was, I was trying to be generous. <laughs> and, and honestly, he's not as good defensively as people thought he was going to be. He's still not bad, and he rebounds the hell out of the ball. There's things to like, but he's, he's not going to become an elite player. You don't think he's a and guy. He's a crybaby. You don't think he's a cornerstone. Right. I've said this all along. I don't think he's the best player on a title team. Could he be the no. second or third best player if you've got another star or two on a team? Yes. But that's not how the Pistons are set up right now. He's their cornerstone. He's a piece, not the piece. Exactly. And I think other teams are saying that too. Right. No, and that's kind of what other teams have been saying. 
I mean, the Kings turning down a straight-up swap of Cousins for Drummond says, I think, volumes. Because Cousins can shoot the ball, can put up the rock. You've got a couple potential destinations in my mind, and I want to go over these. One of them is the rumor that the Raptors are trying to work on a trade with the Pistons for Jonas Valanciunas. Jim, you're, you're kind of rolling your eyes over there. You're not a fan of, of Valanciunas, or you don't think that it's going to work out? He's okay. Do you think I don't see a lot of value for the Pistons in making that trade. Well, what if they pick up? Other than dumping the money. Right, well, dumping the money and picking up a first-round pick. But it's what? It's Toronto's pick? The Toronto yeah, gave, I think Toronto gave their pick to the Magic okay. in the deal for Serge Ibaka. You're talking about pulling the plug here is what it comes down right. to. If you're and trading that's... Andre Drummond, you're pulling the plug on this team. And, and, Greg, you made the comparison to the Red Wings and said, well, how is it any different? You know, the Red Wings are at a stage now where they can't even make the playoffs, that they're just going to get a high draft pick. This is inevitable. The Pistons are, are probably at a different stage in their development just because, I mean, KCP is still pretty young. Though. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're in the playoffs right now. The Red Wings are not. The Pistons are in right. the playoffs. But they're both going backwards. The Pistons are in the playoffs, but they're in the same place they were last year. After, Come on, man. When the season but, started, you guys were all screaming fourth seed. Well, hold on. I, hold on. That's I, And I agree with you. But this roster hasn't come together like it looked on paper. And, and as they say, that's why they play the games. Well, but hold on. Think about it this way. They've played better in the last ten games. They're in the playoffs. The two teams ahead of them, the Bulls and the Pacers, could trade Paul George or Jimmy Butler in the next two days and punt themselves out of the playoffs. You could be the the sixth seed by doing nothing. And if listen, you look at the schedule, it's the easiest remaining schedule. If Reggie does get healthier, if Drummond does play like he did the previous season, if KCP continues to grow, yeah, you could be the sixth seed. You could make progress from last season. And at the end of the day, is that where I want them to be? No, but I think that's better than giving away Reggie for 40 cents on the dollar or getting out from under Andre Drummond just to be done with them and not getting the right return. Because that's the thing. These guys have long-term contracts. You can move them at the draft. You can move them next year. You can move them at the deadline the, deadline the following season. There, there's no incentive to make a, a bad trade today. That's my point. Right, Well, but I think one of the teams that could offer you a good trade and one of my other rumors that I like is the Boston Celtics. Now, they're reportedly working on a mega deal to snag the aforementioned Jimmy Butler or Paul George. They also rank 29th in rebounding. So targeting help on the glass is a plausible thing for them. Now, are they much more likely to try and include a Taj Gibson in that Jimmy Butler trade from the Bulls? Yeah. But should that fall apart, and if Drummond is available, the Celtics have the pieces to make it worth the Pistons' while. You're likely not going to get that... The Brooklyn pick. The Brooklyn pick, because for those unaware, the Celtics hold the Brooklyn Nets pick, which is just about the closest thing to a lock if the NBA draft lottery wasn't rigged for the number one pick. But the draft lottery is rigged, so I'm sure it'll go to Cleveland somehow. Yeah, Duncan pointing out, and he's with Pistons Powered on uh, on Twitter, pointing out that the Raptors traded their pick but still have the Clippers pick. But again, the Clippers pick is not that much better. But the Clippers are looking at unloading Blake Griffin, and they can't get healthy. They can't get out of their own way. The Clippers are one of those teams. I feel like they're the Houston Texans of the NBA. Here's the thing. I think the Pistons are in no man's land, like Greg said. But making a trade for the sake of making a trade doesn't make sense to me. The league is telling you we don't value your players. That's what the last 48 hours have told us, right? The league doesn't value your players. So why would you make a trade? Well, hang on. The league doesn't value your players with 72 hours to go until the deadline. 
That can change with 48 hours and 24 hours. I'm not saying unplug the phone, but... You're saying... Stop picking it up. Well, yeah, I'm saying don't get your hopes up here. I mean, if someone calls and blows your socks off, sure, make a trade. But when people are telling you Reggie Jackson's worth DJ Augustine, I'm saying no, I'll trade him at the draft. He's, he's got a bad knee. I'm more concerned knee. about Drummond. Right, and I think Drummond is the more likely piece to move at this point. You think so? I think so. I think, uh, how's this? I think he has higher value, and I think if we're going to see trades before, it's Thursday's the deadline, correct? Yes, Thursday, 3 if we, p.m. Yeah, if we see trades before the 3 p.m. deadline on Thursday, I think we're looking at mega deals. I mean, there's going to be some small potato moves. Uh, everyone's expecting. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Washington deal for Lou Williams from the Lakers. There's a lot of little moves that might happen. But the big moves, the blockbuster moves, that's what I'm waiting on. And I think that's the kind of stuff the Pistons could be involved with. All right, 866-314-9696. Pistons at a crossroad. Deadline's on Thursday. Drummond being shopped. Reggie Jackson being shopped. What do you want to see happen? Uh, Dan's in Kalamazoo. What's up, Dan? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, if we we go and we move Drummond, I think you got to blow it up. You got to trade Reggie. If you don't, keep them both. See what happens at the draft. See if you can get a shooter. I think that's what we're lacking. But uh, what I wanted to call and talk about was... Wait, isn't that KCP? Well, KCP is supposed <laughs> to be the shooter, and he's he's well, gotten he's well, he's gotten better all season, man, and his defense is unquestionable. First of all, he's their best shooter on the team, but you need more than one shooter. Right. Right, but if you put him on another team, he's not the best shooter. Um, so what I wanted to ask you guys is, Body Divac, two days ago... Um, when he was talking about when he made the trade for Cousins, um, he said that he, two days before that, turned down a better trade. Do you think he's talking about this Drummond trade? There's a rumor that it was Drummond. There's also a rumor that it was the Celtics or the Lakers, that both that all three teams were interested in this trade. I was just wondering if he thought it would be the Drummond trade. Um because to me, that would be a better trade than what they got for Cousins. Um, but I just didn't know how you guys thought. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Is, how's this? Taylor. Drummond for Cousins was straight up a better trade than what Sacramento ended up getting for Cousins. Depending on how highly, depending on how highly you like Buddy Heald, who has struggled in his rookie season, and a lot of people view him as not much better than a spot-up shooter. I mean, his his dynamic college game hasn't translated. Tim Tebow, baby. Light it up in college. Failing the pros. 314 What do you do with the Pistons? Nobody wanted Drummond yet. They might still for good value. But what do you do now? You're just kind of floundering. And you can't fix it. Because you gave big contracts to Drummond and, and Jackson, and they're not performing. And I well, know, Jim, on. you say if, 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 if. You know, well, you think this is the ceiling of this team? The season. By the way, guys. I don't know. 
ESPN's, I don't know. They're playing like crap. ESPN's Brian Windhorst cleared up that uh, Vlade was not referring to the Pistons when he said, I turned down a better offer two days ago. Mm. He was uh, apparently, according to Windhorst, the Andre for Boogie trade talk happened a month ago. They've been shopping him for a month. Okay. That's, that's all wild. right. What? What? That's wow. What? That? Why is that? Wow, Jim, you're the one who wanted to trade Drummond. No, that's fine. But everybody in the league said, "Get the hell out of here. We don't want your awful big man." How do you know that's what you're assuming? A it's lot of things. It's been a month, and they've been. I'm using your words now. It's a month they've been shopping him, and they can't find a team to say yes. Maybe they didn't find the value they wanted. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a disconnect here. I I don't think it's a disconnect. I think they may value their players higher, but I think it's that they they know. Piston, the Pistons organization knows if they ship Andre Drummond out of town, there's going to be an uproar among the majority of the fan base who views him as great. They're going to have to get something. They're, they don't want to pull a Sacramento because Sacramento's management thinks they got a great deal. But the rest of the world is like, you guys are on crack. I mean, that they're basically... You woke up thinking that garbage, man. Ain't nobody... I ain't heard that nowhere. They... That's what no one wants to deal with in Detroit. No one wants to hear, you gave away Dre Drummond for, uh, what, what did someone refer to it as, Jim? Like a, a three-piece meal from Popeye's. Yeah, that was an anonymous GM. This was on The Ringer. An anonymous GM said that DeMarcus Cousins was traded for a three-piece meal at Popeye's. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to do that. All right. I mean, as no, good as a three-piece meal from away, Popeye's is. You don't want to give them away, Jim. But what do you do when they won't perform? That's what I'm telling you. Do you think they've reached their ceiling this year? Do you think we've seen the best Pistons basketball we're going to see? Do you think next year they're going to reach last year's win total? What was last year's win total? Because they're 27 and 30 right now, right? 44? I mean, Jim, is this a 50-win team? No, not a 50-win team. Okay. Well, that answers that question. I don't care if they improve by two or three wins. If you're not a 50-win team, you haven't improved. Yeah, I'll tell you. Right now, one of um, because last year, I, I mean, I think they were like what six games over. Last yeah. year, they're forty-four thirty-eight. We'll we'll get the win total, but let's take another call on this. Get the forty-four get... thirty-eight right now. So you think they can win forty-four games? Yeah, I think so. Good luck. I don't that. think that's crazy. Uh, they'd, uh, have let's... To go on a, on a, they'd have to go on a run. Yeah, let's get Taylor's oh, thoughts. McBain. Yeah, Taylor, what's up? Hey, I want to um, talk about talk about uh, who we could. Talk about uh, trade partners. Yeah, trade partners. Yeah, Pistons. Uh, Andre Drummond. Uh, it's so and so. Not easy, but not hard. Uh, I would have traded Drummond to Sacramento for for Cousins, but uh, hey, there's still plenty to choose from. I, I'd rather trade Aaron Baines. E- either hit that or release uh, or or decline his option for next year and, and free Boban Marjanovic. Yes, he, he, he's better. Yeah. Secondly. What Jim Costa mentioned inside that conversation, he was comparing the Pistons and the Red Wings. The Red Wings, he said, the Red Wings are, are still expect a team that that's expected to win the Stanley Cup, win Stanley as Cup. a franchise. Yes. Well, that's what we expect well, uh, as fans, right? Are you me, unless you expect you playoffs? Yeah. Let me let me tell you something, Jim. Since two thousand nine, yeah. they haven't they haven't even nearly reached the conference final. Yes, Taylor. Thirteen, but. But since, but after 2013, the, in four of the last five um, playoff appearances, they've lost in the first round, and three of those first rounds, first round exits have been in five games. And now the Red Wings are are way on the outside looking in, and and they have 
Taylor, what de- much, what defines much, success for you as a Red Wing fan with the Red Wings? What defines success? Let's forget about that question. Let me continue here. <laughs> okay, we'll just dodge that question. Oh, on, okay, that doesn't fit your narrative. All right. Okay, okay. So, so uh, the, like I said, like I just said, they're uh, they're uh, they're way on the outside looking in. They're like eight points out, and they're and they're like like second to la- they're second to last place actually, as far as I can tell exactly by the standings. But and. and um, they, they, right, what's the right, point Taylor, here, Taylor? Yeah, all right, Taylor, are you, going, are you going somewhere with this, man? They have show, They have no shot of getting to the playoffs. All right, they, all right. yeah, it's all right. All right, before we get back to the uh, Piston talk, ratings are up. You know what this league's becoming? Wrestling. Ha! That's what it appears to me. Nah, man, wrestling's got Wrestling. better, better storylines. What's a better storyline than these two big babies, Durant and Westbrook? Oh, my God, they're going to play in the same team. Do you think they can coexist? Greg, Greg, they passed each other the ball. Greg, they passed each other the ball. Listen, brother. (laughs) They did. did. Listen, brother, pass me the ball. He threw him an alley-oop, and he slammed it down like the Undertaker doing a Stone Cold Power Driver. Drew, that's what it is, though. People tune in to watch this drama. The NBA's turning into wrestling. Like I said, I prefer drama. I'll take wrestling. Better drama. <laughs> but it's like a soap opera is my point. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, all the hype surrounding these two big babies. Big, whiny babies. We could talk about the game and the weekend in just a second. We were talking about the DeMarcus Cousins trade from over the weekend. And, and not specifically how dumb of a deal was it for the Kings, because I think it was ridiculous. But what does it mean for the Pistons? And I think it does two things. One, it shows you, wow, they didn't even want Andre Drummond, who was offered for DeMarcus Cousins. So what does that say about Andre Drummond's value? And I think the other thing that we haven't talked about, seeing what it costs to get DeMarcus Cousins, doesn't that hurt Andre Drummond's trade value? Drummond's not DeMarcus Cousins. If that's the market, then the Pistons aren't going to be able to get a good return for their big man. Right? Right. They're not gonna. So then they're stuck. Then you have he to can't wait. Shoot. Well, then... he's flawed. That's the problem. Hey, but you so is flawed... So is Cousins. But he's a better right, but player. I'm talking about, yeah, he's a way better player. I'm talking about a guy who is flawed in the sense that he's a very one-dimensional player. He's going to get you some rebounds. He's going to play down low. He can't ever. T- he's never going to drag his guy out and take a three shot. He's hell. He's he's never going to hit your free throws. I mean, he's damaged in this league, the, just because the league has gone to a shooting league. I mean, I just think it's hilarious the irony that the Pistons finally get a dominant big man, and the league's not using him anymore. Right. I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> Cousins is a distraction off the court for the most part. I mean, he's gotten better in the past few years, becoming a leader in his hometown. But he's still been involved in bar brawls. He's had issues. He leads the league with 19 technical fouls. 19 Didn't she get a lot of fouls? Yeah, but I don't don't think she'd averaged half a tech per game. I'm going to have to look and see how he did. (laughs) Because I remember a lot of technical fouls. How's this? Uh, What what was uh, Sheed's? Did Sheed play? I've got to find this. Yeah. Oh, he did. In 2007. Two Pistons led the league in technical fouls. Uh, Sheed had 28 at the end of the season, and uh, Rip had 18. 
Because <laughs> I was going to say, I remember she'd get in a ton of them, but he could shoot. Yeah. You know? She'd was That's second. She was second in. Oh, sorry, tied for first in two thousand eight as a piston, tied with mm-hmm. Kobe for first. So here's the deal: I don't think Reggie or Andre are great players, and I would move on from both of them in a heartbeat if the right deal came along. I just don't see the right deal coming along, given what we saw happen with Demarcus Cousins, given some of the rumors with Reggie. So I think your only option is you got a young team with an easy schedule. You ride it out until the league values your players more, right? What if they never do? Right, and that's the thing. What if dun, they never dun, do? Dun. What if they never do? Well, then I would make that determination <laughs> after the season, because you're at least in the playoffs right now. If you go the next what thirty games, and you realize, I just don't get the. I don't understand you, Jim, because making the playoffs is not a big accomplishment, right? Everyone you hate does making it. the playoffs. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Jim hates everyone. The does it, Jim? <laughs> It's not a big accomplishment. You're not special. Let's go to some people who are special who've called our show at 866-314-9696. Connor in GR, you're on with Greg, Big Drew, and Can't Make Up His Mind, Jim. I love it. Um, Me being a Detroit sports fan, I must say that out of all sports and all teams, I think the Pistons have the most delusional fan base in probably sports. Why? Well, because you guys think Reggie Jackson's good, for one. He's (laughs) the worst guard you guys have ever tried out there in my 27 years of living. Disagree. We had Ben Gordon. Okay, cool. But he at least knew what a shot clock was and how to, like, maybe pass the ball every once in a while. Did you watch Reggie last year? (laughs) Well, when you shoot the ball with, like, 20 seconds left in the shot clock, it's the first thing you do without passing. That's terrible. Yeah, Steph Curry's a jerk. I agree. as, As far as. As far as uh, Drummond goes, you guys, I think, are overvaluing him or maybe undervaluing the Pelicans trade, the the deal that they got. Um, their Cousins does have, like, off-the-court problems, but he's also one of the best players in the league. So a straight-up trade for Drummond who cannot score and cannot shoot a free throw is just, it doesn't make sense, like, they at least got draft picks coming up, and it's like going to be a loaded draft this year. So, I don't. I think you guys are valuing Drummond. Way I'm not. Too much. Okay, I just one got ten telling you. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know who's who, but one of you guys actually, uh-huh. one of you guys isn't valuing Drummond, and I agree with you. But for you to say that Drummond for Cousins straight up, and then they got the what three piece. But it's better than what they got. It's better than what they got. Drummond has is a double double machine. He's a double double machine, but the amount of scoring you're going to lose because Cousins is still going to get Drummond's rebounds. Right, Connor. But, but the the point that I think even Greg is trying to make here is that what they got for Cousins instead of straight up Drummond for Cousins doesn't replace Cousins scoring, doesn't replace Cousins rebounding and doesn't do anything for their franchise right now. If Buddy Heald turns out to be the next Clay Thompson or something, then yes, this was a great trade, and they've made all of us look stupid. Oh, well, I would say so. you'd probably have to go a little lower caliber than Clay Thompson, but you understand that they they were rebuilding with Cousins, pretty, essentially. Right, and, but here's the thing. There's rumors that they're going to cut one of the three guys that they got in that trade, and they got a first and a second rounder. And the first... Is top three protected, and it's not going to be a lottery pick. 
if the Pelicans end up in the playoffs, which they likely will. Right. I was just going to say this. I don't think anybody ever said straight up Drummond for Cousins. No, if, there if, had to have been something right, else. I think the, the Pistons mix. would have had to throw in their pick. It's clear the Kings wanted to get picks. So the Pistons have a first-round pick and Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond's the same age as Buddy Heald. The difference is Andre Drummond's been to an all-star game, and as much as I don't think he fits the modern NBA, Greg, you're right, he's a double-double machine. He's a better value for a team like the Kings. If the Kings got a first-round pick and a guy who's been to an all-star team, that's you know a better what the return. Problem with him is they just paid him too much, and they didn't have a choice. I mean, they would have lost him. They had no choice but to pay him. And if I'm Sacramento, I'm looking at that contract saying, eh, not, for the, that, not for that puzzle piece, I don't want him. Maybe that's why. I still think the money had something to do with it for Sacramento. Uh, Dre in Grand Rapids, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Dre. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing well, Dre. What's up? Hey, hey uh, I think uh, last caller kind of took a, a little bit of my thunder. Uh, yeah, one of you guys are saying that uh, it, uh, after after bringing up DeMarcus, uh, DeMarcus Cousin being flawed as in the, almost the same way as Andre Drummond, I think the other caller kind of, interpreted that way and i kind of did too and, and you guys started clarifying that lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But, yeah, I, after after this trade, I don't know what you do with Andre Drummond. Like, you, you guys said, like, he is a walking double-double, but he's such a liability. Unless you have, you know, three knockdown scores that can stretch the floor, like, Andre Drummond is... And in a, in, in a game that gets close, you can't have him in there. So, I mean, all the double-doubles and, and the things, the stats that he brings you is great for, you know, draft teams and the fantasy basketball yeah. stuff. But you do absolutely nothing to make the Pistons better. So, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like you said, with a contract, who there's no there's no place to really put Andre Drummond. Like if, and I think a lot of the problems with, with Boogie's, is probably that dysfunctional program. That, that, that whole franchise over, I thought the Detroit Pistons were bad, but Sacramento had Isaiah Thomas and Hassan Whiteside and couldn't figure out any type of way to develop them. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. So, Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't think any of us disagree with you on Drummond. We all know his flaws. Mm-hmm. But what do you do now? You know, you can't, you can't just dump them. That's the problem. You got the contract. You can't give him away for nothing, but no one's going to give you anything, so what are you going to do? You're going to keep him. Well, Greg, he's, what, four more years on his deal after this year, right? Four long years! (laughs) You're going to have a lot of chances to trade him, right? Unless he bottoms out and gets even worse. But do you think he's going to get worse? Well, wait, when you say worse, I mean, he's, he's doing the same things he always does, isn't he? I mean, his numbers aren't that bad this year. They're the same, right? It's just the same flawed player, though. I don't think – is he going backwards? He's not going Reggie Jackson backwards. That was the point. Like, I, I mean, if you look at at, the, at him and Reggie, one's clearly going backwards. One's just staying where he is. And that ain't good either when you're 23. 
Uh, it's got to get better. Our buddy basketball elite Keith says, Greg, you're nailing it on this one. Who knew? A blind dog found a steak. <laughs> Who's that? It's, uh, our, a friend of uh, Jim and I's. His name's Keith. He's a gigantic basketball nut job. Hmm. Interesting. But, but he said he said you're nailing it on this Andre Drummond take, uh, and that Jim and I are maybe even still valuing Andre too high. Oh, okay, so then what's the alternative? He has value. Yeah, he I has mean, value. I think but we're I in a gray yeah. area here. I feel like we're all in this gray area, right? We don't know what his value. I mean, even guys, there are even rumors the Heat are shopping Hassan Whiteside, who Jim, you've said is a better player than Drummond, correct? Yes, I've said that. Yeah, yeah. there's no market for him. The market is dry for classic centers. No one's playing that style anymore. You know what though? If he could shoot free throws, the market would be a lot better. True. Well, this is this you is know, like, this is Adrian Peterson. Looking- this is Adrian Peterson in the NFL. We know Adrian Peterson has value, but it's not the value he's currently being paid, and so they're going to let him go. He's going to get cut. And it, that's another great comparison because again, the NFL is not built around running backs. The NBA is not built around seven foot centers who can't shoot. So it's a really good comparison, and uh, the Vikings are going to deal with that this off season. So I guess you're stuck. But the question becomes, do you just cash out now and say, I'll take 40 cents, 50 cents on the dollar, I'll get ripped off like the Kings did, I'll suck, I'll start over, or do you say, eh, he's 23, maybe we can get 70 cents on the dollar in a year? I mean, neither's a great option, right? Isn't that what none, we're, all, none we're saying? Are, none are great options. Here would be my one, and, and you know, before we move on from this topic for a minute, my one Hail Mary, and, and I don't like the deal, but I could see Van Gundy doing it because... Van Gundy doesn't seem high on Stanley Johnson, right? Am, are we all in agreement on that? I mean, Johnson seems to constantly be in Stan's doghouse despite being skilled. He's shown that he can play. What about a deal involving Stanley Johnson and Andre Drummond? Sure, Stanley a first, Andre, I mean, I'm you, just can, saying, you can grease the wheels. Right, right. Yeah. you're going to have to, from what we've said, you're going to have to sexy up this package if you want to move Dre Drummond and get value in return. You're but gonna, is there enough sex? That would be the question. Does the, do the Pistons have enough sex to sell? That would be my biggest question. Drew. Jim says no. Jim says no by shaking his head I'm one, that's on my the point. radio, I'm wondering which if they is a do visual well. medium. We got three people, Drew. We could talk over each other every second, or I could just give a visual, hey, I'm saying no whenever he's done, okay? I don't have to talk every single second of the show, Drew, all right? I like you and Greg, too, all right? Oh, that's, that's not mutual. Ooh. Ooh. That wasn't very nice. All right, 866-314-9696. But that's what I'm saying. The question is, Drew, you said they have to sexy up the package. Where's the sex? Uh Where are they going to bring the D-cups from, huh? (laughs) They don't have any. There's no D-cups and there's no nice butts. (laughs) I mean, how long are you willing to give it? A whole other year? Do you trust Van Gundy that much? Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with another year. Part of that, too, is... The league is not reacting favorably to their players, right? I agree. It's not good. If teams were going, please give us Andre Drummond, then absolutely I'd be more willing to make a trade right now. But it sounds like nobody's really biting for Andre Drummond. I mean, the return for DeMarcus Cousins was less than stellar, and Andre Drummond's not DeMarcus Cousins. So if you're looking to make a big-time move, probably getting ripped off. And you're right, Greg, it's a rock and a hard place. Do you get ripped off now, or do you wait it out and have it never materialize? But the Pistons do have some lottery ticket kind of guys, right? If Drummond were to get to that next level. If 
Reggie Jackson were to bounce back to last year's Reggie, if KCP were to become the, the two-way guard. I know it's a lot of ifs, but those are at least lottery tickets that I still can cash in in a year. But I worry about uh, Andre Drummond's mental makeup more than anything. I think last year, late in the year, he proved he was a crybaby when he pouted at being taken out of the games when they couldn't possibly leave him in because he couldn't shoot free throws. So it was his fault, yet he pouted. You know, there was that incident where he tried to fight some guy who was, you know, making underhanded motions at him uh, after a game. I worry about Drummond's mental makeup. And then today, there's this ridiculous rumor going around that he's replaced all of his piston paraphernalia and mentions on his Twitter account. And and he's insinuating he's leaving. Did you see that? He had he was he was going back and forth with Isaiah Thomas from Boston. Oh, the eyeball emoji. The eyeball thing. What the hell does that even mean? Oh, he's keeping an eye on it. Oh God. Just shut up and play, kid, please. I mean, you're 23 years old. You got all the money in the world. You know, work on your game. The, the Celtics keep coming up because the Celtics need a big guy. And the Celtics probably should have pounced on DeMarcus Cousins. Probably. I look at the Celtics and I'm going, boy, you know what I really want? I want the Brooklyn draft pick. And they're, they're not giving up the Brooklyn draft pick for Andre Drummond. Yeah, they're not giving that up. So, Who would give uh, up a number one pick for Andre Drummond? Seriously. Guy's a double-double machine. But he also has serious flaws in his game that prevents you from using him when you need him. Andrew in Birmingham, thanks for calling Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Andrew. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, my man? Mm-hmm. Not much. I'm actually just staring at the page uh, right now with the eyeball emojis. I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what is that? Yeah, yeah. So Isaiah Thomas, a year ago, right before they signed Al Horford, uh, tweeted these eyeball emojis, right? And then they signed Al Horford. Now he tweets that, then Andre Drummond retweets it. Who Andre Drummond? Let's just get on that point really quick. We we all, we built him up too much in his head that he was going to be our cornerstone. We we're over. He's not a cornerstone. We paid him too much money. You know what I'm saying? Right. He would have gone and got that part. money somewhere else and screwed over some other team. But that's where we are right now. Reggie Jackson. There's like he. There's a reason he had this last shot last year against Cleveland missed it you know what i'm saying he has that hero ball mentality we're talking about where he is absolutely great i have two reggie jackson jerseys i bought this year on that lottery ticket hope you know what i'm saying that he's going to come back but there's also all that talk with him and ricky rubio and this and that but back to andre Drummond. yeah he changed his uh twitter picture to him walking off the court in detroit and waving goodbye and then removed all notions of uh removed the detroit pistons from his uh biography all right, number one, hold on. He's not waving. I think he's putting the number one finger up, okay? Okay. But I agree with you. Why Why engage in this drama? I don't think, why, why even? It, that just tells me that he's not ever going to be man enough. To, yeah, it's back to him trying to fight the guy for doing the underhand free throw thing. You know what I'm saying? And how he's yeah. a double-double machine, and we finally got a good big man, and, and, and how it's 2017, and how this is not how the league plays anymore. But right. considering considering the the young core that we do have with with we got, you know we got lucky we got Tobias and KCP and Stanley Johnson will keep coming along if we don't draft him. But uh, yeah, I mean Drummond, it's just like no other teams are. I don't I don't see. I mean maybe next year another team will want him more. But uh, back to the Boston thing. Yeah. What if what if what if they could what if they would throw in? I mean would they throw in Al Horford for Andre Drummond and a couple other guys? I just read this tweet from NBA's Adam Kaufman. He 
He said, given how buddy-buddy NBA players are, I refuse to believe Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Andre Drummond, and Jimmy Butler aren't messing with us. So Yeah. And they've been, they've been well, messing and, with people since they were recruited in college. I was going to say, yeah. all a bunch self-important little, it's you know, many brats. Well, George Carl, George Carl admitted when he was coaching yeah. the Nuggets that he would spread rumors about his own team just to watch papers pick them up and freak out. And he'd laugh about it because he was just having fun. I mean, that's that's the world the NBA is now, is that people are saying things just to say them. You know, retweeting Andre Drum- like re- Andre Drummond retweeting Isaiah Thomas and then tweeting the same thing. Here's the thing. If I'm Andre Drummond, though, guys, let, let's look at this picture in reality, right? And, Jim, I know you've said the Pistons are in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but they're the eighth seed. Yep. The Celtics with Drummond are, what, the two seed and the strongest contender to beat the Cavs. With an actual rebounder who can throw, and I'll give Drummond this, he throws a good outlet pass. He's a good passer. He has good court vision. He's got all those shooters around him in Boston, most of whom are better shooters than the guys he's playing with now in the Pistons. What's the possibility well, there? If on. you're Dre Drummond, wouldn't you like to end up in Boston? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the point you're making. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's, that was the road I was traveling down. No, and listen, it does make sense for Boston to kick the tires on it because with Kevin Love out right now, and Boston playing as well as they are, there's a chance they get the one seed if they were to make a splash. That's why I thought the Cousins thing would have made so much sense for them. But if they were to get Andre Drummond and make a push for the one seed and then they get a, a Game 7 in Boston in that Eastern Conference Finals, and think about this too, I think LeBron's one of the greatest players of all time, but when you have a rim protector, it makes his job a lot more difficult. Buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> rim protectors. Yeah, that's don't use the lingo. Don't, don't use lingo. No, but that's a but that's that's a that's one of those very very new words, and I'm glad you used it properly in a sentence. Spell it. How's this? How's this, guys? <laughs> when you type in Andre on the search bar for Twitter, the first two things that come up: Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond Celtics. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that for sure. Would they be willing to give up Brooklyn's first round pick next year? No way. So then I just don't know how You're this gonna- works. You're never going to give up that number one overall, are you? Well, no, they've, Greg, I don't know if you heard me. They have this year and yeah. next year. By the How way, did he, that happen? What deal was that? I think that was the Kevin Garnett-Paul Pierce trade. Because the Nets are idiots. Yes. And they should fold that franchise. Greg, they've won More. nine games this year. They're, and they don't have the number one pick. I mean, that's they don't even get their pick. It's great. God, that's so dumb. Did they swap picks or give it away? It'll, it'll be a pick swap this year, yeah. Okay, so this year they're going to get the 30th or whatever, and they're going to win nine Go games. from 1 to 28. Yeah, good luck with that, boys. Uh, damn, how dumb is that? 866-314-9696, because they theoretically could get um, all the ball kids, right? <laughs> get in the number one six. They got Lonzo, they got LaMelo. They can't get LaMelo because he would be three or four years down the road. No, the balls. I like the balls. Exactly. Who doesn't? The balls, the balls, the balls. They're great players. No, the balls. I like the balls. <laughs> All right, Drew. Uh, you're in Roseville. Thanks for calling Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Drew. What's going on, fellas? Yo. Listen, man, I- I'm all about making this move with Drummond, man. I- I'm ready to hit the reset button. I used to be one of his biggest supporters, but after watching him this year, I mean, was it the third, third or fourth game into the season? He had to be sat down because his motor wasn't he wasn't motivated. I mean, if you have to be motivated making $30 million a year, I, I think there's a problem there. I just, there's something missing with him, man. He doesn't have that killer instinct. You know what He's I mean? A baby. I, and I, 
I don't really care if they get a bag of balls for him. I just want to get out from underneath that contract. Really, no, the I mean, balls. I like the balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the and the Jackson thing. I think you can package Jackson, Drummond, and throw in Stanley Johnson for a little seasoning. They should be able to get a decent return on that, don't you think, guys? That's a lot of young talent. Most of it locked up for the next what four years, five years. I mean, that's a lot of young talent. There are teams that would probably kill to have that. That have nothing to offer in return. Don't you think they got to get a lottery if they get rid of either one of these guys? I mean, because I mean, I realize they're restarting yes. and they're going to rebuild, but you got to. I, I don't think. To I don't think. With. I don't think Reggie's worth a lottery pick. I think Drummond is. is. Yeah, but that, so here's Drummond my question: is. Then wouldn't she just be better off at this point waiting to the draft? Jim's can't keep them. Jim is camp keep. Well, no, them. I'm fine with moving Drummond. To me, it's all about getting value because I want. If you're going to do this rebuild, I want to get actual things that will help a rebuild. And I don't know if that's possible right now. Like none of the trades that have been floated out there make any sense for the Pistons. And given the trades that have taken place in the last couple days, it sets the market at a bad spot for Detroit. But I'm fine with trading them. I just need to get something back. And if you wait till the draft. And you see where the lottery picks stand, and someone's going, and they're sitting there at eight, and they're saying, "I don't love who's at eight. I'll take a run for Andre." Now maybe you get something. Well, there's no downside to, to waiting. Like Jim, it's boring, is, but it's but, yeah. right. There's no downside to it. You're going to make the playoffs anyway. Likely, you're going to probably go out in the first round, but you're going to make the playoffs, and, and you have five years where you control the guy. He's not going to suck. I mean, he didn't suck. He's just, I don't think, going to be a superstar. And you aren't winning without a superstar. So you have to figure out a way to find that superstar. How do you do that? I mean, packaging guys is tough to do. you got to bring other teams in in order to make those deals happen because of the salary cap. But, you know, you got to find a superstar. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Superstar somewhere. Now, if Paul George is on the market, do they have enough to try to get him? It depends I mean, what they, they want. want. <laughs> it, I was just going to say, it depends what Indiana wants. They've got Miles Turner. They probably don't want to trade for Drummond. So what, they'd right. ask for KCP and Stanley Johnson or involve picks. Would yeah, you might, trade them? Yeah, you might be able to make that happen, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm trying to figure out why there's so much talk of dumping Drummond for nobody. Why not try to... Put something together to get a superstar, and then you have Drummond, a superstar, and you have Case, uh, 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 Reggie Jackson. Maybe that's the formula. This is a question that know. we can't answer. Will you get no. more for Andre Drummond in six months or right now? I don't know. I don't know that you'll get anything different. I think it's right I mean, now. I think it's right now. So sell me on right now. Then. Right, because I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, saying. that's fine. I will sell you on right now. And then we'll get back to the phones in a second. 866-314-9696. Of course, we're still going to talk about the garbage that was the NBA All-Star game. But I think the point in selling right now is that there are teams looking to run at the championship who are missing that defensive stopper in the middle, who are missing a guy who's, a, who's a, honestly 
a 15-15 and 15 guy night in and night out. You're talking about the Celtics. I'm talking mostly about the Celtics. I don't know who else fits that because I feel like right. this well, is how the could, league is set you up. You could have made the deal with the Raptors before they went and got Ibaka. Now they're probably not interested. Well, I just look at the league and how it's set up. Golden State could win a title. Cleveland can win the title. San Antonio can win the title. The only other team that has a chance would be if Boston made it a sweet deal and got Butler who, or who Cousins. Who are the three teams you listed? Warriors, Spurs, Cavs. Okay. Those three, and if Boston did something otherworldly and got Jimmy Butler or DeMarcus Cousins or got the right big guy, maybe they're in the conversation. I don't know if anybody else is there. So who's going to mortgage the future for think, Andre Drummond? On. I think Toronto's in the conversation. The Nets. <laughs> Call the Nets. He's the from Nets. New York. The Nets have already mortgaged their future. Let's talk about that Okay, well, let's get that pick in three years. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, get that 2019 Brooklyn mm, pick. I've been scouting that like, class. I think there's a ball in that class. No, the balls. I like the balls. There's plenty of balls. Balls for everyone. There's three or four of them. Uh, Bill and Plainwell, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Bill. Thanks for line, boys. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm, I feel the frustration through the phone lines and through you guys, and I guess I'm there too, man. I mean, uh, like there's like five times a game where Drummond gets the ball in the post and does this weird up and under move, and a lot of times he hits the backboard and doesn't draw a rim, and it's weird that someone so athletic and so who can look so good one night looks like he's never played the game of basketball in his life another. It's just uh it's an enigma, man. Like there's nights where it's because he, he's a mental midget. Everything, all his problems are in his head. Well, yeah, he's like Peter I believe. Pan. He just refuses to grow up. I, I agree with that. It, it's uh, I watch his mannerisms when he's not in the game. I go to handful of games a year, and it's just yeah. I it's just yeah. There's just no fire there, and I think it's spread. It seems like Reggie and KCP had fire last year, and this year. It's kind of in quelled, and I wonder if that has to do with Andre. And uh, the thing is, is that if he wants to leave, man, you know, if he's already mentally checked out and we're just bound for an eight seed to get abused by the Cavs like last year, let's go get a character guy. Let's start the process of what we did when we went out and traded Stackhouse, the name, for Rip Hamilton. You know, let's go get a chance to build up. Let's start building those blocks of character guys now. Um, like a Draymond Green or a guy who, you know. Oh, you can't say character guys and then say Draymond. Oh, no, I mean, I mean, guys, I mean, no, but guys, I mean, look at the last week, man. I mean, Andre got abused by Moose Monroe. Look how much money we're spending. And it's really kind of, I mean, Monroe had a better offensive game. Yes, Andre's a better rim protector, a better rebounder. But his, his free throws are a liability. The game I went to last year, he missed a free throw four feet to the left. Has he been better at free throws this year? Yes. But could you ever trust him down the stretch in any situation? Is he ever going to get to that 65 to 70% range where he can be trusted? If someone will buy and give a decent price for him now, some way he's healthy, man, because guys like that tend to break down. Let's start the rebuilding now. And I know they're probably scared to do that going to the new arena next year. But there's no time like the present because with guys like you that, know what though I don't buy that Bill the new arena though that's going to draw people buddy I I don't this is the best time in the world to suck because people are coming to that arena for two years just to see it so if you're going to suck do it now in three years when the novelty wears off you better have a product on that court and on that ice or it will be bad I don't I've never understood Jim the uh, whole. Uh, you don't want to go into a new arena like this. This is the best time to be terrible. That's what we said about the Red Wings. If they were to bottom out, lose, yeah. trade, I want to go see the new arena next season. Exactly. If they, they could I'm lose concerned. They could lose 70% of the games next year. I'm going to want to go to a couple. Same for the Pistons. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to check it out. 
Doesn't make any sense. NBA All-Star Game was this weekend. And we had Get Off My Lawn Guy out in full effect. Greg, how are you doing? Drew, was that you, Drew? No. (laughs) No, you both are that guy for this. Hold on. First of all, I'm more old man yelling at Cloud. Okay. It's important distinction. What? Old man yelling at Cloud. You stupid Cloud, you're in the way of the sun. Okay. Now, I'm not not going to defend the dunk contest because I think it's an abomination. Yeah, let's start Why? there. I thought the dunk contest was okay. No. Okay, hold on. We've seen every dunk a thousand times. These guys missed Wait. the first two attempts. Hold on. Somebody jumped over two guys before? I've never seen that. He just jumped Am straight up in the air. No, and no, it's, it's not wrong. You're defending the guy who went to Michigan. I'm not shocked. No, no, I, I'm, I've never, he wasn't the only one who did it, though. Well, the one guy jumped over three, but he used, he used him as a springboard. He pushed off. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, uh, yeah, look, yeah, no, I, here's what I thought was, that was a pretty cool dunk. Hmm. Here's what is wrong with the NBA dunk contest. Okay. No one wants to do it. That's the other thing. The names that were in that. I mean, we know GR3 because he played at Michigan. Right, right. right. He's a nobody. But, uh, Aaron Gordon, does he even start for the Magic yet? He's their whole franchise at this he point. He basically is the franchise. Aaron Gordon was the only name I was excited to see. As much as I liked GR3, I don't like, how's this? When you think of his time at Michigan, do you think of spectacular dunks? Do you, he had some good ones. Do you, but do you think, like, oh, man, because I, I more remember him being a three-point shooter. I more remember him being a dead-eye from outside. I don't remember him throwing down epic dunks. Then DeAndre Jordan, who has to jump all of three inches to dunk the ball. And then Garrett so, Jones. Something, something Jones Jr., who, guys, he played. I, I still can't wrap my head around this, right? Because I didn't do a lot of prep. I actually went out to dinner and watched the dunk contest at dinner with friends. And uh, my buddy Ben uh, from MLive Detroit and I were watching it, and we were like, who the hell is this guy? It's some kid from the Suns who's played 20 NBA minutes. Mm-hmm. 20 NBA minutes. I think I have more NBA minutes hmm. than that kid. And I just walked on the court because I was drunk. I mean, th- this is ridiculous. You're taking something that used to be an icon of your league in the dunk contest that built stars, Jim. And I'm, gonna, I'm going back before the Jim's Time dunk contests, where stars made their name by winning the dunk contest. Now, stars won't do it. They avoid it. And you've got Aaron Gordon doing stupid garbage like, I'm going to drop a basketball from a drone. Lady Gaga had drones. That should work. Gah. Even Blake Griffin jumping over a Kia wasn't that impressive. Because A, product placement and sponsorship make it lame. But didn't he jump over the hood? It wasn't even. Yeah, he jumped over the hood. He didn't even jump over the the tallest part of the car. And you could tell he clipped it. And and it was one of those moments that they wanted it to be really cool and it wasn't. But then again, and here's the other thing. The people who win it never come back to defend the title. There's no continuity. There's no rivalry. I want to see. You said I'm get off my lawn, guy. I was just gonna say, Greg, uh, old I mean, man yelling at cloud. Old man yelling at cloud because it's not gonna not change. Doesn't matter how much I yell. It's not gonna change. There's no incentive to it. You know how you're gonna get Carmelo and LeBron to do it? Donate half a million to charity. Do something oh, good with it. Doing it. Come on. I think they'd think about it. It's good for the image. But you had no names. You had a guy who played 20 friggin' minutes total. 
All right, so so Drew's clearly wound up about the dunk contest. I wasn't going to get into that first, but that's clearly on the table. 866-314-9696. Is it broken or do you actually enjoy it? I, I was going to go to the All-Star game on Sunday because it seemed like that's where we got the clash of oh, old wanna, school wanna versus forward. young school. Well, isn't that where you saw most of the arguments? No defense in the game. It's just a layup line. How can this is garbage? Greg, I, I think that's where you were. Can I assume that? No. Oh, okay, you weren't. Okay. No, it's just tremendously boring when they're just going up and down the court. I don't care about defense, but I also don't think 190 to 180s fun to watch. I'm like, okay. I watched about 12 minutes of it, and then I said, hmm, oh, Walking Dead's on. Or I hadn't watched it yet. I had it DVR. <laughs> That's how my night went. I went, oh, yeah, okay, Walking Dead, bye. Billionaires on Showtime. Because I don't have a problem with the NBA All-Star game itself. Of course you don't. Do you like all-star games, period? No. And that, I guess part of this is a, the expectation I have going in. I, the bar is so low. These are exhibitions. They're just a whole bunch of stars playing a pickup game. That's how I go into it. If I get to see someone throw it off the glass and dunk it, fantastic. If I get to see uh, a three-point bomb from half court, spectacular. Do I need to see lockdown defense? Not particularly. It's, it's no, an exhibition on. game. No one's asking for lockdown defense. People are just asking for any form Stand of there. defense. Yeah, <laughs> maybe get in the way. You know, didn't uh, didn't somebody come in for a dunk and Steph Curry literally laid down? down? Yeah. Because he was like, I'm not going to be on that poster. See, but that's the thing. It's just messing around. It's a pickup game. I go into it with low expectations. Show me the best athletes in the world dunking and shooting and clowning around. That's fine. And then have them play the Harlem Globetrotters. Well, that's what the game is, though. I mean, like this is, it's, it's Harlem Globetrotters, right? That's basically what the All-Star game is, only it's the most recognizable players in the sport that the fans chose because they voted for him, they want him to be there. The game doesn't hurt anybody in the standings. It doesn't impact the, the championship. It's just guys clowning around, having a good time. The ratings are up, and, and I don't have an issue with the product. I know a lot of people were mad because of the score, because the score was, I think, a record. It's, it's never been that high, well, I, and it's been trending that way for a number of years. But right. I think that's part of the problem old-school basketball heads have with it, is that you're breaking all these all-star game records that mm-hmm. have stood forever without actually putting any effort in the – like, how's this? When Wilt Chamberlain put up 42 in the All-Star game in 1962, there was still a rivalry. Wilt was playing hard against actual competition. Anthony Davis put up 52 in a game that ended 192 to 182. I, like, I don't know why anybody cares. They're just exhibition games. I mean, it's the same thing with the Pro Bowl. They're basically playing flag football. The world, the, the only one that is, is still retains any... Um, of its former luster glory yeah. is the luster is the baseball one, but they and got rid of that. that is, Didn't they know. eliminate the the World Series? Yeah, but out? I don't. But it was great before they did that. I don't have a problem with that. That, that also, it's the Midsummer Classic. It's an exhibition game on a Tuesday night. You know what kills the luster for that one though, Drew? Is in the past, you know, when when we were kids, you didn't see National League stars. You know, when they rolled, you know, they, when they rolled in for the All Star game, that was fun. You got to see the greats, the Bobby Bonds and, and guys like that. Now, you know, you don't, or Barry, I should say, not his dad. But you didn't see them. Now, you, you know, they're rolling through your town a couple times a year. Well, I don't want to. special. Right. I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here. But um, I'll say this. I think what kills the MLB All-Star game is that it's on a weeknight. It's on a Tuesday. Kids got to go to bed. But there's no 
But there's no school. Kids still got to go to bed. There's bedtimes, man. Not mine. Not yeah, well, summer. Come on now. Not all kids not are free-range children like, like not, the Henson children. Not in children. the summertime. Not in the summertime. Free-range children. Summertime, uh, they, get to run, they get to run the show. I'm going to bed before they do in the summertime. Some good <laughs> tweets at Greg, Drew, and Jim. We're going to ignore Greg's parenting negligence. Uh, <laughs> Scott says, was that the NBA? They're on their own. They're 13 and 11, dude. They're on their own. <laughs> was, I did my job. Was that the NBA All-Star game, or did an and-one game break out? The only thing missing was a guy with a mic running up and down the court going, Oh! Oh! Rim shakalaka! You know what's funny is so many people say they don't play defense in the NBA, right? Nobody plays defense in today's NBA. No, what we saw on Sunday is no defense. They play defense during the regular season. We just saw the contrast. Uh, Coach Eisler has a suggestion to fix the dunk contest. Showcase the athleticism. Lose the props and make the first dunk. Like, if you miss, you shouldn't get to try over and over and over again. That's some millennial garbage. You know, just keep trying until you make it, pumpkin. No, I'm against the, the putback. I, the, I'm the not saying tr- this is one of the things okay. that's non millennial about you, one of the few. Well, it takes the energy out of the environment, right? It does. A guy misses a dunk and you go, oh, all right. Well, well, not try it again. Try it right, different ways, sure. yeah. So are you reading these rumors? Have we mentioned Magic yet, just real quick? No, go ahead. This is good. So Magic is taking over the Los Angeles Lakers. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, president of basketball. But he owns the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And did you see who he's going to hire as GM, according to reports? There's a couple of rumored names. Which one are you looking at? Rob Palinka? Another name? Michigan basketball player? Yeah. Now agent? Another name that's Remember, been rumored is... Remember, he was a bench is, uh, boy for the Fabs. Arn Tellum is another name that's been rumored. He's with the Pistons. Oh, Arn, really? He's yeah. going back to L.A., huh? Can, can I just bring up... Magic's Posse West. The, the best part okay. of all this, Magic Johnson, 11 days ago, admitted he still doesn't know the CBA. Awesome. He does not know the collective bargaining agreement of the NBA. He's still learning it as of 11 days ago. And the Lakers said, you know what? He should be in charge of all basketball operations two days before the trade deadline. That's my favorite part. All right, let's go to the phones real quick. Uh, Robert in Granville's got some thoughts on the NBA dunk contest at 866-314-9696. Robert, what's going on, man? Robert, turn your radio down, brother. Come on, Robert. Robert? Yeah. Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to comment about the All-Star game. Yeah. It is hard. You know, I'm with you guys. I think that there is something that needs to be changed. But let's, let's add the three-point shot as well with that, just like the duck contest. You know, it's been done. It's been done. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three-point line, what do they do? They just stand around the key to three-point line and just shoot three-pointers. What's exciting about that? You don't think three-pointers are exciting? Yeah, man. I got I I like the, like the three-point contest. There's no way you can screw it up. Like That's kind of one of the few pure things left in All-Star Weekend. You can't screw it up no matter how much you change the way you do the contest. It's still a contest based purely on skill. You have to be able to hit that many three-pointers in a row, and it's not easy. 
It's not easy. Uh, Chris with a good suggestion, and I'd like to get you guys' thoughts on this, Greg and Jim. Uh-huh. Chris says, I think if the NBA switched to a three-on-three tournament like the NHL, it could be a lot more interesting. No. Oh, well, no, that's I'm glad you thought three about three it. Bad. No, what they should do is they should make a one-on-one tournament. Basketball is all about the one-on-one, right? That's dumb. You're dumb. Mono a mano. Then, then guys are going to try, right? Because you don't want to get clowned. Hold on. If I put Steph Curry up against Russell Westbrook, you want to tell me they're not going to try? Or do you want to be the guy that gets clowned by Russell Westbrook? Now there's incentive to try. Three on three, it's going to be the same thing as five on five. If you have an issue with five on five, you're not going to like three on three. But one on one, I think there's an incentive to care. Right? I mean, if LeBron goes up against Kevin Durant, bragging rights. How many times do we speculate? Oh, he couldn't beat him one on one. That's what All Star Weekend should give us is a one on one tournament. Well, it should be. Uh, it should be like uh, and NBA seating. 2K. Seating is based on voting. Yeah, I would get down with that. That'd be awesome. So, like, the number one seed gets to play, like, the number 24 seed that's in. The tournament starts Friday and runs through Sunday. It'd be fantastic. That'd be great TV. That Imagine would be the final. Great TV. First to 11, win by two. Oh. 866-314-9696. That's 866-314-9696. For anyone who wants to react to something other than... There was an all-star game this weekend. You're aware that there was an all-star game, and your comment is no longer funny. That's how all all-star games are. They're, people always say that. But you always tune in for a few minutes just to see what's going down, right? Mm-hmm. I did. All right, so from that last hour and a half, do you know what I learned? What'd you learn? Biggest takeaway? What a pissant league the NHL is. You know, we act like you know, Detroit's hockey town. Yeah. You can't scare up a call on the Red Wings ever, even when they're good. But you do a little piston talk, phones explode. That shocks me. Pistons have been so irrelevant for so long. That should tell you how distant a fourth the NHL is, even when you're talking about hockey town. Because don't you think the three of us would rather talk hockey? Maybe not Drew. Two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. I think Jim and I would rather talk hockey than basketball. Three out of four but if you include Longers. Yeah. Four out of five aren't if you, you surprised? include Chris. <laughs> but aren't you surprised by the volume of interest in calls when you talk NBA Pistons versus when we try to scare up a Red Wing conversation? No. I think it's all about what's got more controversy or drama. I mean, Andre Drummond's on the trade block. I think that's why people are calling. If if, but if all Brendan of a, Smith's on the trade block. No, but hold on. If all of a sudden the Red Wings came out and said we're we're going for it, we're trading Mantha, our lines would be full too. I mean, when the organization yeah, but last week clarified, they're not last saying week that. we they're talked about it too, and it still happened. But I think and there's more interest because there's more sizzle right now with the Pistons. There might actually be a trade here in the next 48 hours, or there might not. Well, sure. I mean, it will probably get let down like half the deadlines in pro sports but the rumors the intrigue the controversy it's got people buzzing and we could talk about the pistons later in the five o'clock hour but i i think that's what it is greg it might be i just feel like i just feel like even when the red wings have a hot topic you know even when that streak comes up people don't seem to care you know there are people who try to bring the streak up and no one cares i mean i feel like red wing fans I don't know. Did they drop into um, indifference quickly? Because let's face it, 
they're, the, the Red Wing fans are off the bandwagon and gone. They're off in another world. The Red Wings don't exist. Oh, what? They're not making the playoffs? Okay. Uh, golf. Let's play golf. Golf? I like <laughs> golf. don't give a damn. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, to be honest with you. Um, the only people more, the only person more irrelevant in the world right now than the Red Wings to Detroit fans is Donnie Kelly baseball. But it sure pisses Jim off. Why do you get so worked up <laughs> about Don <laughs> Kelly? Because tell us, why don't you give us the background on, on why we're even speaking his name? All right, here's the background. Over the weekend, I spent most of the weekend getting tagged in people posting about the return of Don Kelly to the Detroit Tigers. Now, he's not returning to play, mind you. He is returning. Thank <laughs> not thank God. I, I wish he was playing. Uh, he's going to be a pro scout, and he's going to <laughs> be a assistant to player development. It's his first role in transition from field to front office. Uh, as someone astutely pointed out, name the last time the Tigers made the playoffs without Don Kelly. Have fun with that. Um, I, uh, Don Kelly is one of those Jim's players. by the minute. Oh, yeah. It's, I love his rage. One minute. I love his rage. Don Kelly is one of those players that for some reason got talked about all the time, but was the 25th man on the roster. You're the reason. Unarguably the 25th man yeah. on the roster. Right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't the reason. Other people talked about him, not just no, me. No, you were the reason. You're, you're part of the problem. 25th man. That, but, but we should never speak his name. Right. As a fifth man. But he's a, he's 25th a, man. He's a quality 25th man, and I was always a fan of the way he conducted himself. It always seemed like such a, an amicable, likable guy. Played all nine positions, Jim. All nine. Play anywhere on the field. You love versatility. You hate people who are stuck in one position. And yet, you hate Donnie Kelly. So, we were talking about this before the show, and Jim got so Jim credulously upset that I had to take a pre-poll of the day. Normally, we take a poll of the day during the show. But I took a pre-poll at Greg Drew and Jim on Twitter and asked people, should we talk about the triumphant return of Don Kelly to the Tigers? And 55% of you said, yes, Donnie Kelly, baby. So we're talking about it. Well, people are stupid. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. We're also stupid. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? Then? Well, that was go it. Ahead. I'm done. You start. No, no, you start. Go. Well, that was it. I, I think he'll be a great fit with the team as a scout. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Greg, you started <laughs> out by scouting. saying... I get worked up. I care. I'm the opposite. I think we should never get worked up about Don Kelly. I think he should never come up in conversation. I think I he's hopelessly you. indifferent. Okay, my, he's the po- tw- my point is, is you're pissed because it is. <laughs> okay, he's the 25th man when he was here. And I'm sure he was a fine gentleman. Donnie Deeds. Didn't he'd hold matter. the door Didn't open matter. for everybody. All he, right? He rescued a basket of kittens from a burning building. He knows everybody's coffee order. I mean, what a guy. Let's, let's get some Donnie Kelly baby in here. Yeah. But he was overplayed, and the fan base latched onto him for no apparent reason. And Drew's doing the same bleep today. I don't, the whoa. same stuff that you're Ooh, accusing everybody whoa. of doing. I didn't accuse anyone. I'm, you go, well, he always got Kelly. brought up. He always got brought up. Yeah. And then he gets brought up this weekend, and what do you do? You want to use part of the radio show today to tell people about mm. a scout. Hey, hey. Just like you want to, you probably, Drew, we weren't doing the radio show together when Don Kelly was actually playing in Detroit, but I'm sure you were the guy going, hey, hey, we got to make sure we talk about Don Kelly. He threw, he threw the ninth inning in an 11-1 hey, baseball on, game. On. We got to bring him up. If you think for a second, Belize <laughs> listen to by any the of minute. my ideas about the show. <laughs> 
Jim's getting more pissed by the minute because he realizes three minutes have gone by and we've been talking about Don Kelly. That's why he's pissed. It is stupid. I agree with you. But Drew is your every dork fan. That's right, I am. I'm not over-analyst. Tell me about Brandon Inge. Charles Brandon Inge was terrible. He was awful. Oh, so you didn't like Brandon Inge. He was an egomaniac. Let me tell you about Brad Ausmus. He sucked. Yeah. Hated him. Why do we fall in love with these middling players? Why don't you ask Darren McCarty? Great question. I mean, we love Darren first fist. I mean, he was a pretty good player at the time, but he wasn't spectacular. I mean, you can go back and this town always. Remember, uh, who was the linebacker? Boyd. The Lion fans loved him, and he was so mediocre. Is it Stephen Boyd? He was so average. Corey Schlesinger, Mm -hmm. six-round pick. There we go. Who ran his head into things. Whoa, whoa, I will not tolerate hate for Corey Schlesinger on this radio program. This is who Drew is, though. I know. Like, Drew, you're not much of a Jersey guy, are you, right? But, like, these are the kinds of jerseys you'd (laughs) have. Yeah. Absolutely. I've searched for a Corey Schlesinger jersey. I can't find one. You're like, listen, I don't care about Steve Eiserman or Brendan Shanahan. Oh, I loved Eiserman. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But I need Schlesinger to get the obscure jersey. First of all, S C H L E S I N G E R. Suck it. That's how you spell suck it, Greg. He, he drew would get it to be spelled Schlesingberger, and he'd go, oh, perfect. That's wonderful. That's what I'm looking for. That's the guy. Give me that Matthew Dandino jersey. You know Schlesinger still holds the NFL <laughs> right. record for most broken face masks? You, this town. But, oh, yeah, it's, Cor- it's Corey Schlesinger. This town. Do you still have your Jamie Pusher jersey? I had a Barry Zito A's jersey. Got it at Jamie Goodwill. Pusher, obscure Red Wing defenseman from the 90s. <laughs> That is true. But you know what? That's this town. I don't know why you guys They latch on to the dirty guys, the guys who do the dirty work. I mean, they like the blue collar. You know, it goes to me all the way back to my childhood. There was this guy, and look him up, Jim. You will laugh your ass off. Ron Lee. He was a piston guard who was nothing more than a hack. He was brought in to just use his six fouls, and he was terrible. And every time he got off the bench, the crowd went nuts. Every time his afro got up off the bench, and that, that and I was probably, li- I mean, I was really little at the time. Oh, how's this? So, when he played, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, here it is, early Why 80s. Were- <laughs> All right, well, how's this? Let's do this. Best, the 10th pick overall. Best dirty work Detroit player. We'll make a poll out of it. Let people vote best. at Greg Drew and Jim on Twitter. So, who's your well, nominee? McCarty's one. Okay. From each team? Well, yeah, one from so each team. Jeremy McCarty. Yeah. Who's the Tiger? Donnie Kelly. Is it Donnie, Donnie Kelly? Kelly, baby. I don't even think he's good enough to be the irrelevant Tiger. See, but, he symbolizes, but he symbolizes a lot of Tiger players. You could go back to Rusty Coons for the 84 team. You, you know, they've always had dirty guys who would get the dirty work done. Who's the, uh, oh, who's the, the Pistons? Because they don't really play that way anymore. Also, to I to totally back. spelled Schlesinger right. So, again, it was, it was Mahorn, wasn't it? Not a great player, but he sure knew how to use it. Is he too good, he just though? Put that- yeah, I think Ron Lee might be the one. <laughs> I've never even heard no of No one's going to remember yeah. Ronnie Lee, though. That's for the over 40 crowd. All right. We have a lot of over uh, 40 crowd. You'd be surprised. I'm trying to think. Ask, does Fongers know who Ronnie Lee is? If he doesn't, we Fonger, can't do Now, Fongers took off, and, and we've got Lil B, who I think is half a month younger than Jim. So. Yeah, that's not going to like happen. Jason Maxiel? Jason Maxiel. Oh, my God. Because that's, huh? that's he was a short, Maxiel. big guy. But, he, you know, he got all the rebounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That might be your guy. I, I go think, ahead, go I think Sheed was too good yeah, to exactly. put Sheed on there. Yeah. Way too good. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was another one. Pistons, Pistons. I'm, I'm trying to think more recently. Who was on that championship team? Oh four. Was it Wallace? McDice? Antonio McDice was skilled, though. Yeah, I know. Wallace wasn't. What about Ben Wallace? He only did one thing, they, and they loved him. Oh, just you get because your jersey of his retired? Yeah, but he was, he I mean, was he four-time was stupid, defensive yeah. player of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't good. He was good at defense. Right. How about someone who's uh, Darvin see. Ham? Darvin Ham. Darvin, no. Lindsay, Lindsay Hunter. Lindsay Hunter? Carlos Delfino. So I'm just trying to think of somebody who was Chucky Atkins, <laughs> lunch bucket. Who was Lin- Lindsey Hunter? Would be a good one, right? Lindsey Hunter would be a lunch bucket guy. I mean, he was a six-two point what guard, a shooting guard. Caller says Tayshawn, but I think he was too good. Tayshawn was too good. Tayshawn was too good. At least for like a five-year span, he was really good. Yeah, and then he kind of settled in. All right, put that out. I'm just curious what people will think. Well, who are we going with for the Pistons? Did we, did we go with uh, Max yeah. Seal? No. Lindsey Hunter? Uh, Lindsey. Yeah. All right. What about Corliss Williamson? I like that. That's a good one, too. I liked him. <laughs> Do Corliss. He was because people liked him. All right. And it wasn't because he was their best player, but he was sixth man of the year a couple times, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I, I think yeah. I think it's Lindsey Hunter. I think it's Lindsey Hunter. Fine. Because he was never an all-star or anything special. Yeah. All right. All right. 866-314-96 and 96. Why do people latch on to Donnie Kelly baseball and Corey Schlesinger and Darren McCarty? And, you know, and I don't want to take anything away from Darren. For a stretch in his career, he was a pretty good player. You know, he had, I think he had 25 goals one year, maybe, maybe more than one year. Um, but he was also the lunch bucket guy who would do the dirty work. Ask Claude Lemieux about that. All right, well, the poll is up now at Greg Drew and Jim on Twitter. Vote now for the best dirty work Detroit player. Darren McCarty, Donnie Kelly, baby, Corey Michael Schlesinger, or Lindsey Hunter? It's going to be Don Kelly or Schlesinger. I'm not voting for Don Kelly just on principle alone. You mean just on hate? I'm going to go Darren McCarty. Shocking. Jim picked the hockey player. (laughs) I'm shocked. Please, note the shock in my voice. I love the 90s, early 2000s Red Wings, so that's... Come on, that was oh, an easy one. How can you like that guy, though? He was so not good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to vote in the poll. All right? I, I, okay. That's you. That's what you sound like. But everyone has their favorites from when they were kids of right. guys who weren't that great, right? Like, mine was Johnny B. Walkenfuss for the Tigers. <laughs> what he a name. Goofy, look it up. He, had that good, he was good. He wasn't great. He was a first baseman. They traded him. I think they got Morales. And and Hernandez, scoreless Williamson. Oh my God, scoreless. That was his name. Scoreless. You don't scoreless. remember? Do me a favor right now. Look up John Walkenfuss and look at his batting stance. I will. I absolutely will. By the way, Ty, current. You guys want the quick response? Oh God, we yeah. forgot. The, you know what? It should have been. It should have been Jerome Williams for the Pistons. Junkyard dog. Junkyard. T- I call him junkyard teeth. <laughs> oh, mean, <laughs> hurtful. Uh, yeah, current. Walkenfuss played eleven years in the league, man. Cur- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Her response is, I think, to spite us, Darren McCarty and Lindsey Hunter tied for first. Donnie Kelly and Corey Michael Schlesinger tied for second. Oh, it changes. God, these votes are coming in fast and furious. McCarty's still in the lead, though. All right, let's check in with Brian in Grand Rapids. Hi, Brian. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, guys. Uh, you just kind of stole my thunder with the junkyard dog, but I got one for the wings as well. Yeah. Uh, Tomas Holmstrom. Homer. That's a good one. Homer. Oh, that's oh. a really – yeah, he did a lot of that dirty work down below. That was literally his like only Dino. value to the team. Yeah, and Dino. He did the same thing. Yep. There, there were times where Dino – there's this, this tremendous video of – I think it was Grant Fuhrer banging his stick in between Dino's legs, just banging the cookies, hitting the boys. Dino never moved. <laughs> I mean, if you, it's got to be on YouTube somewhere, but it was brutal. Dino would do the dirty work, but he was also, he had some ability too. Yeah, what he said. Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. It's uh, a Tuesday. Man, I, these four-day work weeks are going to be the death of me. Just tough stuff, man. Can you make it to Friday? I don't know. I think we should start putting in for three-day work weeks. You've been shortening it all day. (laughs) Pretty soon it'll be football uh, season and we'll only work Mondays. It'll be the easiest job in the world. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Um, So, Jim, this is the portion of the program where I watch you squirm. Uh, Red Wings. Four big points, baby. Four big points. Four Let's keep this big going. Points. Every time they win, I just think of Jim crying. Because he wants them to tank. He wants that draft pick, and I think to myself, you go out there, you beat Obichkin in those capitals, you go beat Cindy Crosby, get those wins, get. And then to tear their guts out in overtime, the re- I'm talking about Washington. Ovechkin versus Zetterberg, and Zetterberg notches the two-pointer. I'm telling you, though, here's the only thing. It's all the goalie. Nothing else is different. <laughs> the goalie's just playing better. Mrazek's a little hot right now. That's what they need. Can he keep it up? Can he continue to piss off Jim? First of all, how dare he? I argued on his behalf to be the starting goalie, and this is how he repays me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Dude, there's still eight points back. I was just going to say, at the end of the day, <laughs> resistance is futile. This team is not making the playoffs. I still feel very confident in saying that. Some Red Wing fans might feel better because, hey, Pittsburgh's a good hockey team and Washington's a good hockey team. But It's nice to beat them. Sure, I guess, if you're into that kind of oh, thing. Oh, come on. If you're, in, like if you're into that whole winning anywhere. thing. Well, Craig, answer this question for me. Are you rooting for the Red Wings because you can't pull yourself to root against one of your teams or because you just don't believe in, in tanking is the right plan? Both. I can't root against the Wings. I like them too much. You know, I want to see them win. I know they're not going anywhere, and I've been fairly quiet. I'll let the chips fall where they may. If, if they don't make the playoffs, they don't make the playoffs. The other thing you didn't give me the opportunity to say was, I'm not a big fan of allowing a team to rebuild because that oftentimes turns into that snowball rolling downhill, and you can't stop it. Um Unfortunately, it's gonna. It, it might be happening with or without our help, but but the fact is, is no. I don't want to see them lose. I want to go see them kick the hell out of Pittsburgh five to two. I want to see them tear the heart out of Washington in overtime. That was fun for me. 
How do you watch the Red Wings, given where they are? They're in second to last place in the East. Well, when you do force yourself to watch this hockey team, are you a curmudgeon like me, and you're rooting for them to lose? Or are you like Greg, (laughs) who says, listen, if I'm going to invest some time, I want to see a damn victory. 866-314-9696. See, here's the thing. I want the streak to continue, but I don't really care about it. I want it to continue because I know the fans care about it. It's a source of pride. I was hoping they could rebuild on the fly. I don't think that can happen because they've made so many mistakes. You know, when you when you're the, the, the when you have no cap room, you have no high draft picks, you can't cover the mistakes anymore. And it's going to be what it's going to be if they don't make the play if they make the playoffs this year, they probably won't make it next year because there's no help coming. I mean, who's coming to help them now? Drew, how do you there's watch the Red Wings? How do I watch the Red Wings? Yes. With my eyes With closed. With your eyes closed. With several beers. Several beers. I've been really enjoying that Coppercraft Applejack. That's helped me watch the Red Wings. Yeah. With the liquor, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I watch the You know how I watch the Red Wings? I watch the Griffins. It's better. Well, well I just and mean, most, w- when you watch this team, do you want to see them win or lose? And I know that might sound crazy to some people, but I'm rooting for I them to lose win. because it's in their best interest to, to lose. Like, I'm not saying lose because I want them to be awful. I'm saying lose because I want them to become better. Okay, how about this? I want the Red Wings to win. I want the Pistons to lose. Why is that? It's, we're the opposite. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> but I want the Pistons to be good. I just think it's a mess right now. I think, I think the, Red the Red Wings, Wings are more of a mess. Right, but I think the Red Wings are a mess, but in a different way. The Red Wings don't have the talent. The Pistons theoretically have the talent. Agreed. They're just not performing. Okay, the Red Wings don't have enough top end talent. They have some good middle pieces. They have Mantha. They have Larkin, who's struggling in his sophomore year. They have a goalie. The question I ask is, why am I cheering for them to win and the Red Wings to lose, or in the in the Pistons to lose? Because I feel like I I don't know. I, I think it has a lot to do with the many many years of winning consecutively. I think if the Pistons had a twenty four year playoff streak, I'd be cheering for them to win too. See, and it's the opposite for me. Because the Red Wings always get in, I'm kind of going, okay, I've become numb to it. And for them to finally get over the hump, I think they've got to take a step backwards to do it. The Pistons have been I've so bad. I've become numb to them not getting in. Well, so, exactly. <laughs> I want to see the Pistons play playoff basketball, and I think they have a higher ceiling than the Red Wings, so I'm more willing to let the Pistons ride it out a little more, see what ends up happening with some of these players. With the Red Wings, I've seen them kind of plateau. So that's why I want something more dramatic to happen with them. It's very interesting because I don't know if if fans are more like you or more like me or maybe they say to hell with both of them or they're rooting for both of them to win. These two teams, they play at the same time, and I think they're a source of a lot of frustration. 866-314-9696 is the number. 866-314-9696. How are you watching these teams? You want the Wings to win? You want the Pistons to win? You like Jim, you want the Pistons to win, the Wings to lose, or me, Wings win, Pistons lose. Where do you stand if you're a Piston fan right now? Because they're, I, you know, I, don't, I think Jim may disagree with me, but I think they're similar situations. As much as you might disagree, I think the Pistons are going nowhere fast, and I think the Red Wings are going nowhere fast. For I mean, different reasons, they're, they're in the same family. You know, it's like a, it's like a grizzly right. bear and a black bear. You know, they're both bears. Both, both bears. Yes. Right. One will rip your bears. face off. The other one just kind of wants to trundle around the forest. Sure. 
866-314-9696. Brent in Detroit. You're on uh, Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Brent. Hey, guys. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing well, man. Good discussion. I had this with a couple of buddies of mine in the last couple of weeks regarding the team tanking and stuff. Um, My take is, as a fan, I never want to see any of my teams tank. Always tune in to watch them win. I look at sports as entertainment. It is there for me in the present day to entertain me. If I decide to take a look at it and be entertained, cool. It's my call. But, you know, the older I get, the more I realize that tomorrow is never guaranteed in life. I do not know where I'm going to be next April. If there's an opportunity for me to see a couple more wins, a couple, even one playoff series at the Joe, I'd like to see that here and now today. So, you know, when I look at these teams, I never want to see them lose. It's not my job to worry about their long-term strategy. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm just there to be entertained by the team. So if there's any Detroit sports team that ever has a game on, my, you know, as a fan, I want to watch it and I want to see a victory. Brent, I okay, think that's, I, well, I was just going to say, I think that's a refreshing way of looking at it, but do you understand why people say tank, right? They're saying, if I lose the next two years, maybe I'll be better in five. I, I hope you live five more years, yeah, man. Like, I don't know why you're, it's such a narrow, they've got to win today. Well, well, here's the thing, because you feel like with a tank, you, you act like you know how many X years that's going to take and what it's going to be. You really don't know. But, you know, as, as far as the hockey and the wings, like, the, um, like you were saying earlier, all you need is eight seed, hot goaltender, let's see what happens. I mean, I just look at it like short-term, present-day entertainment standpoint. That's what sports is. Long-term strategy, yeah, I'd love for the wings to be better in four to five years. I'm really not interested in spending four or five years of, you know, watching them lose. If, it, if that's the case, fine, I'll tune out. But if they're on and I like watching hockey and the wings are there and I'm going to pay attention, I want to see them win. Watching them lose for, you know, what could be down the line in three, four years, I mean, if that's the way it goes, fine. But for me, to, for me to actively want that for, you know, well, I don't understand what, what, why I even care. Why even care? Why do you think Jim so actively wants you to feel pain? <laughs> I think people like to be mad when, you know, things aren't going great. I mean, it, ma- it makes sense. I mean, everyone wants to be, like, thinking ahead of the curve, right, strategically and mm-hmm. out in front of the next guy. And I think everyone kind of overanalyzes it a little bit. You know, it's none of us are the GMs or the owners. Like, there's nothing we can do about the long-term future of the team. It's an entertainment product there for us to enjoy. And the only way you're going to enjoy it, typically, is if the team you like wins. Or if they're just... playing. If they're, if they're not playing at all, then you got nothing to enjoy whatsoever. I mean, you can read Brent... some clippings in the paper, but... Well, I, I mean, I, I've always Brent, looked at it like this. stop with the level-headed baloney, okay? Yeah. <laughs> First okay. of all, it's a really good call. I've always looked at it like this. I don't want to have my team just be merely competitive. Right, if I promised you the next decade the Red Wings would be in the playoffs and you'd win the first round five of the ten years and you'd get bounced every single time after that, I don't know if I'd sign up for that just to have my team be relevant and give me competitive hockey but never achieve a championship. I would much rather have the highs and the lows. I'd much rather have the agony of losing. Hey, Michigan and has the champion- made, uh, Michigan's made a hundred-year reputation on that. Right, I'm, I'm just being good, not great, right? <laughs> just being relevant, right. And and I, as a sports fan, I will take the lows with the highs. I'll take what the Blackhawks have done over the last 15 years. Brutal stretches of losing, followed by a modern dynasty of winning Stanley Cups. I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. 
Well, you had that already with the Red Wings. Right. I want it again. I feel like they're going away from that. Yeah, but do you really want a brutal stretch of losing? I don't. Because it just never works out the way you want it to. Jim loves you know, brutal stretches of losing. In his love life. Wop, um, wop. Oh, gotcha. Uh, anyway, I, I just I just feel like um, that I feel like getting on that train is hard to stop. That's all. 866-314-9696. 866-314-9696. How are you watching this, though? When you see the red, like over the weekend, I was thrilled to beat Washington and to beat Pittsburgh. I was like, yes. On your face, Costa, was the first thing I thought of. I just wanted you to be crying. Well, there were That's tears. I was welling up. So On your face is a, is a term that I use when I'm referring to a Sparty fan. Because I, this is an old story. Then it's not nice, but, and I don't like it. Oh, it was. I was at a Michigan Michigan State basketball game, and a bunch of these Sparty fans came in. It sat down close to me, and every time they scored or dunked or something, they would yell "On your face" instead of "In your face." Oh, and I was always like, I like that better. I'm using "On your face." That's better, I think. Don't you think, Drew? I mean, no, on I don't. Face. I don't dislike it. I just wanted to make sure that was what you intended to say. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was directly related to a Michigan-Michigan State game about 10 years ago. When these guys came in, they were all painted up, and they're, I'm sure they were lubed up, too, and they were having fun, and they were screaming on your face. And I just stole it. <laughs> but like tonight, Red Wings play the Islanders. Win, win, win. The Islanders score the first goal. I'm, I'm putting my hand in the air. I'm celebrating. <laughs> Red Wings tied up. I'm fist pumping. I am disappointed. Uh, Jim, I don't understand why you hate the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> am I alone here? Am I on an island? Yes. Are any of the Red Wings fans rooting for this team to lose? Like, not just it would be in their best interest to lose games, but as they're watching, like Zetterberg passes DeMantha, slap shot goal, and you put your head in your hands. Is anybody else like that? Because that's what I'm at right now. Jim, you didn't get any little tickle when they beat the Penguins no. by three. They no. beat Sidney when Crosby. Van- Come on. When Vanek skated in and just whistled it past Murray, you didn't pump your fist and go, yeah. It's a damn shame. Yeah. You didn't say that not like in your man voice? Yeah. yeah. No, I was disappointed. Yeah, like that. I was disappointed. Jim's you were a hateful, like, angry yeah. human being. Super. Uh-huh. Go team fight. I like that. Is that Go what Islanders. You're That's delightful. Go Islanders. Just start switching my profile picture to whatever team the Red Wings are playing. <laughs> Chris is openly questioning. Who Producer would do Chris that? is openly questioning your fandom. Well, that's that's what people do who don't understand tanking. Tanking. You, you so would have made a great 76ers fan. You know? I, I'm so happy. That, I wish they would have kept it going for a little longer. Sam Hankey should not have been fired. In fact, he will make a you're great a Sam, hire. He will a make Sam a great Hinky hire. Truther. That's right. You're a Sam Hinky truther. He will make a great GM in Sacramento next season. It'll be fantastic. Oh my God! Or in LA this season. Three one four. Ninety six ninety six. How are you watching the Red Wing game tonight? Are you fist pumping when they're losing, or are you fist pumping when they're winning? <laughs> Colin on Twitter. I don't believe Jim's serious. This has to be fake. You guys can attest to it. This is not fake. This is not fake. It's not fake. He texts me about this on the weekends. (laughs) I get texts, crap, wings won. 
I reply, new phone. Who this? Well, hold on. Can I just? I know we're up against it. Can I just explain it in like one minute for people who don't understand and think I'm from Mars? Why don't Mars? you do it next? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Why don't you do no, it no, next? Let him, let him, no, Greg, let him explain. Let him explain, Greg. You're okay. gonna cut me off. I'm Greg. You are gonna cut me Jim. off. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> me. Fine. So anyway, the reason why I think the Red Wings should leave. It's Greg Victor Jim. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, boy, Jim. You asked the wrong question to the wrong fans this time, buddy. Aw, oh, snap! couple of tweet tweeters jim's dream jim's dream season was 1976-77 red wings had 15 wins 50 line 55 losses nine ties yep good times another one says still love that guy though even though he's a dummy (laughs) uh that's you uh producer chris in detroit killing you on twitter you might (laughs) want to have him fired uh. <laughs> right, right, because Jim has power. It says here, you want a top 10 pick when only 10 players since 2010 are all-stars? Not an automatic win with a top pick, dummy. All right, I added the dummy. I know you added the dummy. <laughs> We're embellishing a little. Well, hold on, let me explain. Here's another one. Jim probably cheers against Team USA in the Olympics. Yep. Because <laughs> then we'll have better seating next time. Oh, that's right. So let me explain what we're doing here. Besides bashing Jim. Yeah, well, we do that every day. Over the weekend, Red Wings won a couple games. Greg enjoyed it. Drew likes seeing the local hockey team win. I do not. I do not like seeing the hockey team win here in Detroit. <laughs> and, and a lot of you are like driving off the road when I say that. I have long advocated that this team bottoms out and tanks. Some people are morally opposed to tanking. I think it's what this team needs to do to get better because they continue to wallow in mediocrity. They sit in the middle of hockey. They don't make a run for a Stanley Cup, and they don't pick elite-level players. So what do we get as a result? We get this season where they're pathetic, where they're not watchable, where they lose lots of hockey games and they don't have the talent to compete with some of the great teams in hockey. I grew up watching the Red Wings as a dominant hockey team. Okay, I did not. Okay, and maybe I'm that's... Sc- I'm scared to go back there, Jim. <laughs> right, you know the dead <laughs> things. I know about them from reading about them. But my point is, I've always seen the Red Wings as a team that expects to win a Stanley Cup. And in the last five to six years here, they're nowhere close. And they're not making progress towards winning a Stanley Cup. So I think the best way for this team to get where I want them to be, which is hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup, they need to upgrade the talent. And you do that in the draft. You do it with a new general manager. You do it with an overhaul. And I think the only way that real change happens is if they lose hockey games. If you lose hockey games, you've got a better chance of firing Holland. You've got a better chance of getting a, an impact star player on this team. It's not a guarantee, Chris but you have a better chance. Let me go through the Stanley Cup winners since the Red Wings' last cup. 2009, Pittsburgh Penguins. They sucked forever to get Malkin and Crosby. Year after that, Chicago Blackhawks, Kane and Taves. Year after that, Boston Bruins, a little bit of an anomaly. 2012, Los Angeles Kings, Drew Doty, Anze Kopitar. 
Blackhawks again, Kings again, Blackhawks again, Penguins again. You see a pattern here. The teams that sucked got a couple guys in the top ten, turned around their franchise, and went for a Stanley Cup. The Red Wings aren't getting those top draft picks, and they're not winning a Stanley Cup. They're in the middle. They're going nowhere. They're in no man's land. And I would love for them to just naturally get better and win, but it's obvious they don't have that kind of talent. The only way to do it is to lose and draft better players. Tom says, I want to see them lose so Holland can get fired. He's the most overrated GM around, doesn't uh, get it in the salary cap era. And I'm telling you, if there was a guarantee that they would make a change there, I'd be more on board. I don't see that at all. I don't see that for a couple of years. But the management philosophy of Ken Holland, which is hold back the younger players, whiff and free agency. Well, he's not doing that anymore. He's well, the, I would. I, players I, are here. Well, I'd just like they're, to point out that Athanasiu and Mantha both started the season not playing for the Red Right, Wings. but they're here now. They're here. Not by his There's choice. There's no more left. No, that's my favorite thing to bring up. Well, if it was Ken Holland's way, he would not have. No, injuries brought both those guys into the starting lineup. And then they played so well, they can't get rid of them. Good. Ken Holland did not want Mantha to be on the team this season. Well, tough. He is. Well, that shows you how moronic he is. Maybe he shouldn't be running your hockey team. The other uh, uh, tweet here I got for you, Jim. Yeah. It says, uh, how has losing worked out the past few decades for Toronto and Edmonton? No guarantees. Another one says, does Jim even know if there's a prospect worth tanking for? Is anyone you got in mind? It's a multi-year rebuild, first of all. Right, but not this year. You can't. There's nothing going on this year. Go get Nolan Patrick, baby. Give up a hat trick for Patrick. You barely know who he is. <laughs> you Googled him. 866-314-9696. Owen in Grand Rapids. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hello, boys. How are you? Owen, good to hear from you, mate. <laughs> you too, mate. What's going anyway, on, dude? So, first, I'd like to address Mr. Spock, Mr. Logical over there. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I do. Because with all of your statistics and spreadsheets, and everything that you do, I understand why you think that way. Why you go towards tanking. It's a logical thing to do to make your team better. Now, growing up in England, being a true football fan, as I am, and as we all are, all of you footballers out there, you know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about real football or are you talking talking about about soccer? He's talking about the world's most popular sport, Greg. Let the man go. Yeah, it's always been the world's most popular. It's not the popular one in the States. So blah, blah, shut up, Drew. Blah, blah, blah. Third, third tier. Go. And I'll continue. So, we're all a bit maniacal and uh, a bit crazy about our teams. And we're, we grow up on the, on the fact that in the, in the premiership system, the, that top echelon of, of teams that include Manchester United, Manchester City, um, you know, Aston Villa, Arsenal... All of those teams, if you lose, at the end of the season, the bottom three teams drop out of the premiership completely. Drew wins, so by the way. Want, Drew wins. He you, knew, don't he, want he, your tank. you don't want your team to tank. Right. Because no, but, but, if you go down, you lose almost everything. It's a massive drop from the premiership. To, so in my mind, I have no idea. I want to see the Red Wings win. I want to see those blasts come from the blue line. Even if they are dead last in the standings, 
or right in the middle of the road as they are now. I love watching hockey. And I love watching the Red Wings win because they're my adopted, you know, Eurasari hockey team. So, go Red Wings. I'm not a big basketball fan, but... <laughs> anyway. no, hold on. There, oh, the reason yeah. I brought that up, Drew guaranteed in the break when that you were going to bring up regulation. Relegation. Or relegation, excuse Relegation, me. get it right or pay the price. Well, I'm just going to say yeah. there's none of that in the NHL, so it's not a fair no, comparison. I, I, I understand that. I'm just saying from a mentality standpoint, from what I'm, I mean, you guys are supposed to call in and say, what is your thinking about it? So this is my fault, this is my background, and why I'm not a tanking person. I think a lot of people can understand that. They want their team to win no matter what. They want their team to do well, even if it's late in the season, and they're not going to get the greatest picks coming up. So that's just my thought. Again, Jim, I understand why you think that way, because you literally are the embodiment of Spock when it comes (laughs) to sports, because everything is logical statistics. I mean, the way that you think, I, I get it. But I'm just saying, for a passionate fan, it's completely illogical for us to think like you do and try to understand well, Okay, that. but so, let, let me just bring the emotion into it. Because like I said, I grew up watching the Red Wings' pursuit of a Stanley Cup in the mid-90s, and then I saw them win the Cup in the late 90s and win more Stanley Cups in the 2000s. Some people would call me spoiled, but I, I look at the Red Wings, and I got a lot of joy out of watching that hockey team. It made oh, me no. happy to watch them win. And what I've seen now is erosion. I've seen them erode to the point where I don't recognize them anymore. No, I understand that, but it's a cyclical cycle that happens to every single team across every single sport. You can't just stop and, I mean, with the money that's being thrown around now, it can boost you back up, but eventually you're going to fall off the, the back of the, the wagon and you're going to have to make your way back to the front again, and it's going to be a very cyclical thing. It happens to every single team. So I, I understand that, but okay. that's, it, there's just... I don't think a lot of people want to see that team tank just because a few tanking, years. Tanking is, is very anti competitive too. And people want competition. They don't want to go watch teams suck. I mean that, that's not fun for anybody. All right, it's Greg Big Drew and Jim talking about uh, the Pistons and Red Wings. Red Wings playing uh, tonight. Jim wants them to lose. Not I just tonight, all the nights. All the Every nights. night. Right, and the reason we got on this is I've brought this up before, but it got to the question of how do you actually watch them? Because this weekend... Because I was fist pumping, Yeah, man. Greg was happy to see them win, and I don't want to see them win. And when I watch Angry. and I see a goal, I actually do get disappointed. <laughs> You're so- that's a bitter little jerk. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the response we're getting. I'm, I'm getting a lot of this, Jim, you realize tanking is no guarantee. And I'm right. well aware of that. Like, I know, hey, you, oh, might, good. you, you, might, you, know you might fail. It might not work. You might end up being Edmonton or Toronto. Or you could end up being Chicago or Pittsburgh or Los Angeles. But my point is I want to try. I want to give it a shot. Because right now it feels like they're not trying to build a championship. They're just staying in the middle. And I know it's a guarantee that if you stay in the middle for a decade while all your players get old and your your general manager doesn't make trades and doesn't sign free agents, you're not going to go anywhere. Jim, Jim talking about trying tanking sounds like college freshmen talking about trying drugs. <laughs> Like, sure, man, you could end up like that homeless guy on the corner who thinks he's in a spaceship, but you could be Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, back to the phones, 866-314-9696. David Kentwood, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi. Hi. How are you guys today? Doing well, man. Good. Uh, first time, long time. I've, uh, I moved to Grand Rapids recently, but well, the last eight months, and I uh, listen to you guys' show every day. Um, I have to say awesome. tank, though. Reluctantly. Ooh. Go Reluctantly on. Tank. It, it, it hurts to watch them tank, but at the same time, that is that is how you build in the new league. And actually, I don't know who used Toronto. That's not a very good example. They're actually doing all right, considering what they were last year. That's it's true. Yeah, but they haven't I, I'd read Jack since 67. <laughs> That's well, actually on the T-shirts. <laughs> Martin and Matthews are two of the top scorers in the rookie scoring. And if they can get okay, but hold on, Dave. The point was they've sucked for the better part of the last 40 years. But I don't think they've so been the committed to weren't helping. But I don't think they've tanked for 45 years, right? Well, this, this or have the they been NFL, bad? The, the cap changed everything. The cap changes everything because the Red Wings used to okay. buy and we were fine. Dude, that. The, cap's, the cap's been out for a long time. Uh, I mean, the cap started over a 15 years yeah, ago. 15, yeah. yeah. So it's not like they couldn't have gotten on board – I don't know, 15 years ago. Well, hold on. Who would you rather have from 2010 to today? Would you rather be Toronto or Detroit? Uh, well, I'm always going to say Detroit. I'm admitting my I, I, Okay, no, no, but I'm just saying the movies. roster. Like, just strip away the logos. Who would you be happier with the last seven, eight years of? The Red Wings or the Maple Leafs? No, oh, the Red Wings. The Red Wings. Why? Well, I, the Maple Leafs haven't I, even I, sniffed the playoffs. They've been in the playoffs. Hold year, on, they've been in the playoffs. Once. Last. Yes. And it was yes. an agonizing and loss. Uh, embarrassing. <laughs> yes. <to> and they, <laughs> but they also were in the playoffs and died at the end and didn't get in one year. Right, but I think those no. are the, the two tracks right there. So the Red Wings have received the benefit of losing in the first round, which has provided the fan base with so much joy over the last seven years, whereas Toronto has suffered through hard times of being basically the same hockey team, and now they get Austin Matthews. It only took 40 years to get that transcendent player. No, no, no. They, they have not been tanking for 40 years. No, they me. just weren't good for 40 years. years. No, my point, is, my point is for years Toronto was trying to Close stay to in 50. the middle. No, no, hold on. There's a difference between tanking and losing. The Red Wings right now are losing. They're trying to win hockey games, and because of that, they're hurting their chance to tank. I don't think Toronto tanked. They were just bad. They started tanking when, when, when Shanahan. Castle. Yeah. Right around the Babcock-Shanahan uh, change, yeah. They, they yeah. tanked right. last year, intentionally tanked last year. Yes. Right. They traded off Kessel. It's been more I mean, recent. And, and a bunch of guys. Yeah, like right. they actually went for it. Yeah, but I don't know if you can, there's no one to go for in this draft, according to our draft experts. I.e. people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> um, Tom in Granville. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Tom. Hey, guys. Um, I was First, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking – don't tank, but now I'm kind of thinking tank. And the reason is is because you're going to lose a guy like Athanasiu to the expansion draft, and you're going to have to replace that talent somehow. And, I mean, you're not doing much in free agency because players want to go every, every other place. This isn't really a destination place anymore. It will be. Um, yeah, and I don't think Athanasio has got. I think Athanasio gets protected, right? In the expansion, they're not going to let Athanasio get picked. Well, I mean, they only—they're no, going to leave all the bad contracts unprotected, and the right. ones that don't have trade clauses. Yeah, and, but you only get to protect what seven forwards, seven three defensemen, yeah. and a goalie. Yeah. So, so I mean, how's, how's this? How's this? You wouldn't name Athanasio as one of the top four or five guys you'd want to protect. 
Well, I, I mean, I would, but I mean, I, 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 I guess that's well, what I was gonna say. Is name me six guys you want to protect more than Athanasiu. I can bet you'll get through two and start to struggle. Just for some clarity, you have to protect Franz Nielsen. Like you, you have to because he has a no move, a new, a no right. move. No yeah, you have to keep him no matter what. So there's certain rules, other rules. Okay, so we're at three. But hold on, I don't even know if they have to claim Athanasiu because certain younger players, I don't know what the cutoff is. They're automatically on your team. God, hockey is stupid. Hockey is stupid. This is why people give up on this game, you guys, is because you try to understand it, and then there's 800 little tiny rules that make zero sense that nobody can keep up with. Not even you, king of stats, rules, and numbers, James, can keep up with all of this garbage. Let me give you some of the names, okay? Uh, this is from Ansar Khan. He wrote this a little earlier this year. He wrote, he could see him protecting Nyquist, Abdelkader, Tatar, shit. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And who I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't Mantha, Anthonisio, and Helm if they sign them. That's more than what we thought. Yeah. Um, Larkin, Bertuzzi, Evgeny, Dylan Sadawi would be exempt. You wouldn't have to protect them. Evgeny Shvetsnikov. Uh, he, I've been practicing that one for years. Yeah, he's got a 12-game oh, point streak going in the AHL right now. Yeah. He excluded Zetterberg for the protected list, but he may be way off base, but he says his age and salary would probably be prohibited to somebody else. Others who could be exposed, uh, Yurko. On defense, protecting Kaiser, Erickson, and Smith. And Green and Cronwall. So, there you go. All right, Tom, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got to tell you, though, Jim, while you were being angry, I was celebrating two fun wins. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. You were at one of them, weren't you? You were at, you were at the one Sunday? I was. What did you – how, the... how was your experience at the Joe that you have no emotional attachment to? No, it to? wasn't. Okay. It was in Pittsburgh. You were in Pittsburgh. Oh, oh mm-hmm. fancy pants. Oh, I'm going to the Joe on the 18th. It's a dump. <laughs> I've been there enough to know. I just want you I to can't... tweet when you get there. Take a photo outside with your family and tweet, what a dump. Well, it was a dump when it opened, Drew. I'm not even being mean. The Joe's never had any real sex appeal for anyone but Jim. Um, I'm emotionally attached. I won't lie. I realize, how's this? I realize it's not attractive, but I still love it. You know, it's got personality. It's that girl your mom set you up with in high school. It's got- it's got personality, but no bathrooms, so that's a big strike for me. You can't sell me a 40-ounce beer and then not give me a bathroom. That was always my biggest issue with the, with the Joe. But it'll be, uh, I'm going uh, the Colorado Avalanche on the 18th. Nice. That's that will a, be that's my a last, good one last game. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good choice. And it'll be 10 days before, what, the 20th anniversary of the fight? Oh yeah, it's March twenty seventh. Yeah, maybe a little so bit the Avalanche will be here on the eighteenth. Little violent magic yeah. in the air. I was there that night. I was sitting in row eight, right in front where Larionov got into it with, I believe, uh, who was the scoring guy from Sweden for Colorado? Forsberg. Forsberg. And then uh, all hell broke loose. It was a glorious night. 
That was the coolest thing about the Joe. Like, Joe, have you ever go to the Joe for a concert? <laughs> Bad. <laughs> I'll miss the Palace more than the Joe. That was, that was a Donald Trump tweet live on the air. You go to a concert there? Bad. Sad. sad. It was sad. It's it was sad. bad. Although I did see Janet Jackson there once, and I was so close I could tell she wasn't wearing no underpants. <laughs> That's how close my seats were. Oh, my but yeah. God. Oh, Janet Jackson back in the day. Are you kidding me? Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to miss that place. Greg, you want to update people on the Andre Drummond news? Do we have anything new? Because I'm just seeing all kinds of crap. The latest on Andre Drummond. He showed up um, for work today. Yeah, I saw that. Are you kidding me, people? You realize he's not going anywhere, right? Well, he unfollowed the Pistons' Twitter account. Oh, come on. He unfollowed them. He's such an Took ass. him out of his Twitter bio. Well, he also took all his Piston mentions off, um, off his Twitter account. I, I'm starting to hate Andre Drummond. Oh, don't he go that far. He is a child. Well, Greg, the Pistons, a... the Pistons might not disagree with you because that's the other news. Mark Stein reporting today of ESPN. Detroit will not discourage tw- uh, trade inquiries. Uh, there was the rumor that he was being shopped a month ago for DeMarcus Cousins. The Pistons are not in love with him either, Greg. Well, look at him stomping his foot. You don't love me. I'm not following you on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I mean, come on. Andre Drummond... He just makes me sick. But hang on, this is this is the millennial way to protest something. You That's unfollow true. them on Twitter. I withdraw your love. I had how's this? I have two friends, right, who politically disagree, and because of a Facebook argument, one unfriended the other one and was like, "Ha, take that!" And I was like, "Did you tell them you unfriended them?" Well, no. Can they still? Did you block them? They can still message you. Yeah. What, then what did you actually accomplish? Passive aggressive. It's your uh, people, so Jim. Childish. You you do this. Your people. <laughs> it's if it's the most childish thing. Drew, if you keep saying that, I'm going to stop following you, all right? Oh, oh, no. I won't get your witty replies. I'll never <laughs> know anger and who's, on the, who's on the presidential starting five. This is from Rod Beard 11 seconds ago. SVG says there may be trade discussions around Andre Drummond, but no serious discussions have taken place are they trying to motivate him because it's having the exact opposite opposite effect well he tried this with dwight howard in orlando and it didn't work why would you think it's going to work better this time that's a great point great point i mean insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result i just can't believe andre drummond is such a petulant little baby when i can't shoot free throws it's all your fault it's all you. Wham! The team wants to trade me. So what do you do here then? Reggie Jackson, he's Dump been on the ass. block. Andre Drummond, he's on the block. But it sounds like the league's not biting. I mean, SVG's thrown out the, the bait, and no the one's rest biting. Of the league knows he's a little baby. So then what, then what do you do? Because they're going to make this toxic, aren't they? I mean, so, exactly. Yeah. You're screwed. There we go. There's the three hours today. You're screwed. I mean, you're not you're, wrong. If you're a Piston fan, you're screwed. Because... He is a petulant little child instead of a grown-ass man. You know, this guy, is, he's got a max deal. The Pistons stepped up and paid him. The owner did what he said he was going to do. And what did this petulant, whiny little millennial child do? Wah! Not enough love. Buzzwords, Greg. Oh! What's oh, a buzzword? The tables! Wait, what buzzword? 
Well, millennial's a buzzword. We use it on the show. Millennial crybaby. No, no, I, I was waiting for Snowflake. I, my bingo card's not full yet. Hold on. We got 10 more so, minutes. By the way, somebody told us on, on Facebook yesterday, they, they commented, because I posted about, hey, we, you know, we had the day off yesterday. We'll be back tomorrow. Someone said, what, you guys taking holidays off like a bank, you bunch of wusses? And I said, yes, we're special little snowflakes. We need our time to heal. Like, what? The holiday. Taking my days off. Company says, company says, hey, take a free day off. I'm not going to be like, screw you. I'm coming to no, work. I, I refuse. I refuse. Um, yeah, who would do that? But yeah, such childish. Andre Drummond can suck it. I hate that guy. I'll say this. Get rid of him. I'll say this. The next day and a half is going to be really interesting to see what happens in the NBA. A lot of rumors floating around with a lot of big names. Magic now running the Lakers not having you know any what I idea. Do? Yeah. I was going to say, go in and fleece his ass. <laughs> Is there anyone you, you know, before he wakes up and figures it out? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be on the phone. Magic. Hey, hey what's man. happening? You like, you like big men, right? Why wouldn't the Lakers go get Andre Drummond? What are they going to give you, though? You, what do you want from the Lakers? I want Brandon Ingram. Yeah, see, they wouldn't give up Brandon Ingram for cousins. Yeah, but that was before Magic took over. <laughs> Go get magic like he's a dummy, right? <laughs> but I think the Cousins trade really does hurt the Pistons for for that exact point because yeah. before the news came out, the Pistons could have called L.A. and said, hey, how about Brandon Ingram? But I think DeMarcus Cousins, the ripoff trade that it was, it sets the bar so low now for an Andre Drummond trade. So, you know, SVG might have been trying to shop him a month ago and might still be trying to shop him today, but you have to get less than what Sacramento got. That makes it harder to make a move today. You're stuck. So I think, unfortunately, I'm not a guy who likes Andre Drummond as your franchise player, but I think you have to deal with it. You have to eat it for now. You have to hang Mm -hmm. on to him, go through the next uh, 20, 30 games here on the schedule. It's an easy schedule. Get yourself in the playoffs. Give us some postseason basketball and then revisit it at the draft. And hope you can get in the lottery. Hope someone needs a big man. That's the time I think you're going to have to to move Andre Drummond. I don't think he can do it now. Maybe someone blows the Pistons away in the next 48 hours, but I think he's going to stay a Piston at least through this season. Oh, I agree. They're not going to trade him. They're they're just making noise right now. That little cry, cry baby is going to be on the Pistons when they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Wah! I'm Andre Drummond. No one loves me. They're talking about trading me. It's all ego, you know. I mean, that's all that is. He's pissed because they're talking about trading him. Right. You know, he can't look in the mirror like a man and say, hey, what can I do? So that they don't want to trade me. I mean, they did just commit, what, $28 million a year to him? Indeed. And he's acting like a baby. How's this? If we're going to talk about the, the Pistons' possible trade scenarios, I think the far more likely player to get moved is, is Baines. I think Baines gets moved before the deadline, assuming they can't find a trade partner to move Drummond. And even if they move Drummond, there's no guarantee. If you if you move Drummond, you're not getting a big man in return, so you hang on to Baines and Boban, and there's your starters. but Or there's your, I guess, big men. But if you can't move Drummond, you move Baines, who has a much lower value and should be movable before the deadline. And that may be another piece, Jim, as we discussed, to talk to the Celtics about who need a big man, who don't have a big – their biggest guy is Kelly Olnick, who I think weighs about as much as my right leg. <laughs> it's not a big dude. No muscle. No one, to, no one to bang down low. Or How's this? When, Jim, your favorite thing happened Ew. in the playoffs. I know, right? Yeah, that's wow, right. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, when LeBron decides to play bully ball. When LeBron decides, I'm a four. I'm a power forward. Who on the Celtics 
is going to man up and guard power forward LeBron James. I think the Celtics should be trying to trade for Andre Drummond. Like, as much as I don't think Drummond's that great, fit. their best player is Isaiah Thomas. So all of a sudden now Drummond's not the best player on the title team. And, Drew, you're, you're really hitting it here. Their season is defined by how they match up with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. And you saw what happened in the finals last year when Andrew Bogut got hurt. And people laugh like, oh, that didn't matter. It did because it, did. it opens up the lane for a guy like LeBron. If you have Andre Drummond, it's going to make LeBron's job even more difficult. And you got to go up against Tristan guys, Thompson, too. Go ahead. What do you guys think of this tweet by Duncan Smith, right? Mm-hmm. He says, if the Pistons had to trade either Reggie Jackson or Andre Drummond, who would you rather see get moved? Don't worry about return. Who goes? 74% Reggie Jackson. 26% Andre Drummond. Really? Because people see Reggie, or people see Andre as a guy who's perennially in the top five at his position and who's one of the best rebounders in the league. Look, Reggie might not be on the skill level of Andre, but he's also not on the pay level of Andre. And he's not on the return value level of Andre. And I know throw return value out the window. But I think that's the perception among most Pistons fans is that Reggie is the problem on the team. Reggie is the issue. The issue, There's definitely a perception that he's an yeah, issue. That he's a he's a, a character problem. That he's an attitude problem. Which also, as we saw with the DeMarcus Cousins thing, can be an issue getting your guy moved. It can be a problem trying to trade someone if you know that there is a character problem, if you know that there is an attitude issue. I mean, you seriously, you got Buddy Heald, a first-round pick, and basically peanuts for the best center in the league. Am I, am I incorrect to say? I mean, Boogie's the best. He is the best center. By a mile and a half. Before we leave, can I just shame Sacramento real quick? You want to shame Romento? Yeah, I mean, because... I know a lot of people have been dumping on him, but I really want to make fun of him. Can I do it? Like, yeah. I don't know if people know. Sure. I, think, I, I think they're the worst run team in pro sports right now. I don't know if that's too much of a hot take, but let me take you through it, okay? Now, that title was Detroit's. It was the Lions' title for many years. Right, but currently. Like, who's got the belt right now? Well, I think I it's that's, the Kings. That's, I'm trying to tie it together here. Okay. I'm trying to bring it all in, James. All right. Go for it. They ha- they've had six coaches in seven years. Pretty rough. That's bad. They've had five point guards in those seven years. That's also bad. They drafted Boogie Cousins, and since then they've picked in the top ten for six years. These are the players they got. Jimmer Fredette. Terrible. Thomas Robinson. Didn't he not, what, is he doing anything? No. Wait, ben, wasn't Jimmer he, a superstar in college? Yeah, but yeah. come on now. Jimmer was, Jimmer was J.J. Reddick light. Ben, I was going to say, there's, there was Jimmer mania for a while. Right, but you, we're talking about drafting NBA players here. Right. And, and you'll, you'll notice a theme here because some of these are really good college well, players. Well, yeah, and Thomas Robinson turns out great in NBA 2K. Ben McLemore. Love Ben McLemore. But he's, oh, he I hasn't love, developed I love into that thrift shot song he did. <laughs> well, just, keep, just keep going. Nick Stauskas, <laughs> who is now in Philly. Love him. Who they gave up. Finally yeah. coming around, right? Yeah, he is. He actually is. Not, like, he sucked pretty bad. Not, he's not a starter, but he's a sixth, he should be a sixth man. And two years yeah. ago, they took Willie Cauley-Stein, who plays the same position as DeMarcus Cousins. Not as well. And last year, they traded out of the top ten for a Greek big man that has played four games this season. He's also a center. So since drafting Cousins, they've put no tangible players around him in the first round. Their general manager admitted yesterday, and this soundbite's gone around, that he turned down a better deal than the one he just made over the weekend. Who admits to the public, 
I had a better deal two days ago, but I'm such a moron that I blew it and had to settle for this trade. These are the people running this team. Vladi Divac, who's the GM, people are going to look at this quote and say it's the dumbest thing he's ever done. No, two off-seasons ago, they traded Stauskas and a whole bunch of picks and a whole bunch of players to get salary cap mm-hmm. space so they could sign Rajon Rondo to a one-year deal. He currently doesn't play there. They don't know the salary cap. They don't know how to – it's like Magic Johnson running a team. Oh, wait. Which is actually going to be a thing now. <laughs> I, but hold on. The level of dysfunction, six coaches, five point guards, you can't draft anybody. Uh, like, take, to, it, to put it in perspective for people who aren't big NBA fans, your point guard is your quarterback. Right? I mean, that's like an NFL well, team switching five quarterbacks in seven years. Yeah, what if I told you an NFL team had six coaches in seven years and five quarterbacks in seven years? It's incompetence. Gross. It's but what inconceivable. Do you what do you expect from the Kings, the Lions, and teams like that? Gross <sighs> incompetence. And, I mean, the, the Kings, I mean, outside of the Weber years – have always been kind of incompetent, haven't they? Scott. They've never really. Scott says, isn't the you know, Kings being bad the best reason not to tank, as Jim argues against his own logic? No. <laughs> no, the opposite. They've refused. They're doing it right now. Well, now they are. Exactly. <laughs> but before that, they didn't. Yeah. They're doing the tanking right now. Yeah. All right. A lot of piston stuff today. Will be interesting to follow the trade uh, deadline over the next couple of days. See if either Jackson or Drummond are moved or both. Uh, We'll keep you up to date. Follow Jim's Twitter feed. He'll be watching it intently. And thanks for listening to Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.